episode 229 of the PS Nation podcast. That's right. We are back once again. Uh, this is Glenn along with me, of course, Joel and Josh. Joel, how you doing? Hello. Very got a well. new, Glad get, to be here. Got a new package on the, on the front step today? I did, yes. <laughs> I can hear you play it. tearing it open like just crazily even from here three hours away. Yep. It, it was it was lucky that we actually got him to stop and come record. Well, yeah. I mean, once exactly. you get into uh, the new Call of Juarez, you can't stop. Ironically, it had that new plastic smell, which was even oh. more touching. <laughs> nice. And, of course, that other voice you're hearing, Mr. Josh Langford. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No reviews this week because I guess we're busy bastards. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. A new release, a shitload of news from Gamescom, what we're playing, uh, an update from home, our contest winner from last week. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about a review that went up on the website and some emails and voicemails. So uh, quite a lot to talk about, though. So my, oh, first off, uh, I want to shoot an apology to everybody. Uh, last week's comedy clip uh, was a very old clip from Ron White. I usually listen to the whole clip before I put it on, and obviously I got a little distracted at the very end. Uh, at the very end, there was kind of a, a pretty bad, terrible thing that he said at the very end of it. Uh, so I apologize to anybody that heard that. Uh, I didn't know about it until someone caught us on uh, on, on Twitter today. Uh, Mr. I should have this. Uh, Keith Dunn. Uh, so I apologize to everybody about that. I'm actually going to cut that out of the clip and re-upload the file uh, tonight. So... Uh, if anybody heard that, much apologies. Uh, totally my fault and uh, total accident. So uh, very surprising from Ron White as well, obviously. But that was from like the 80s when he was first starting out. So obviously he's uh, matured a bit since then. So uh, yeah, just want to get that out of the way, though. I Wow, that freaked me out when I heard that. Because I did the same thing as Josh. I re-downloaded the file real quick at work. And I started listening. I was like, oh, that's not good. So yeah. Anyway. So Joel? Our big new release for next week. Yes, we've got one big new release next week, but it's a big one. Yes. And that, that is Deus Ex, Human Revolution, is hitting the streets Yay. next week. And yeah, and this is the third game in the Deus Ex series, first-person role-playing video games. And this is a prequel to the original game. So they're taking it, taking it back. <laughs> Going old school, yo. Kicking it, kicking it old school. It's being developed by Eidos Montreal and released by Squeenix. Square Enix. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love the first game on the PC. I had it, I've, I've had it since it came out, and I, every now and then I'll throw it on the machine and play it again. Uh, this one's getting a really good buzz. Uh, it's, it's something that uh, has been kind of around for a long time. I mean, Josh and I saw it last year at E3, uh, and we saw it again this yep. year. So, um, and I saw it at Comic-Con. And, oh, yeah. And I had never actually played any of the Deus Ex games, but I... I dug into all that stuff after I saw it at E3 and Comic-Con. I was like, this looks like a pretty freaking awesome game. <laughs> so, yes, I'm very excited uh, to check this out. Yeah. It's like a really cool game. And it's we actually... Really whoops, sorry, Joel. Open, it's supposed to be very open-ended. Well, that's nice. That's always been the, the kind of uh, the, the catch with, with Deus Ex is that you can play it as a sneaking around game or you can play it as a shooter, that kind of thing. It's very open-ended in terms of how you want to play the game. And uh, it sounds like they've really made it a, a focus on this version or the, the, this iteration of the game to uh, make sure that that gameplay style is still there. 
they they were they just had it in core last month and and I mean even what I saw there looked really good so uh, we we did get a copy today uh, we're not allowed to talk about it at all uh, until the game comes out uh, but Bill's actually going to be doing the review on our website so uh, since I have to come down to Milwaukee tomorrow I'll uh, bring that along and uh, drop it off for Bill pretty excited though I want I want to see how this one turns out. You'll be anxious to see his review. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, uh, screw this new release stuff. Let's get into all this news from Germany. Yeah, yeah, we get we get news from Germany. Ooh, the Germans! I'm so scared. Everybody's hitting unsubscribing right now. <laughs> unsubscribing. <laughs> hey, the guy like from that. Germany gave me shit last week, so I'm just giving it back. That's yeah, okay. As long so, as I have, as long as I have my Heinemacher Frau around, I'm good. <laughs> All I can think of is Blazing Saddles. Twelve is my limit on Schnitzengruben. <laughs> Baby, please, you're making a German spectacle of yourself. <laughs> oh. Well, for. First piece of news is a biggie, and that's the PS3 got a price drop. Went down $50 here in the U.S., down to 250 Cool. Yeah, and that's what, the 250 What is the standard size nowadays? No, the, uh, yeah, the 160-gig mo- model went to 250 the 320-gig model went to 299 and also there's a bundle. I don't know if it's in this, in this uh, post that we have, but there's a bundle, which I believe is the 160-gig... Uh, PS3 with Infamous, Infamous two for two. three hundred bucks, or something like that. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah. And of course, everybody on NeoGaf is still complaining. They didn't drop it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, somebody posted on on our website, Staffinator, uh, consistent writer on our posts on the site there, and he says only by fifty bucks. I don't see that doing much, but guess it's better than nothing. So I guess he falls right in line with those NeoGaf people. A price drop's a price drop. The moment the price changes, people are going to buy. Well, and it, it's actually there, there's tangible evidence of that. Uh, uh, Amazon is posting that their uh, PS3 sales have gone up four times the normal amount since the price drop. Yeah, yeah. That's just the way things are. You you drop the price on something and. People will come out of everywhere to start buying it because, ooh, I was waiting. Ooh, price drop. Yay. That's good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's uh, – they've had their plan. They always have their plan. And Microsoft has their plan. We we hit this many units or we get to this many months and we drop the price this much. You know, they've they've all got it mapped out. Yeah. Over the lifespan of the console. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying, you're saying they that they don't just shake dice? And when they hit a natural 20, they, they drop the price? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. Wow. I, I learned something They're, today. See, yeah, these are business people, and they actually make a business plan. And they, and they lay everything out, and they make their decisions before the console is even launched. And, you know, it's fluid. They can, they can change things if they see problems, like the 3DS, where they go, oh, crap, we screwed up. Drop the price. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was one of the sticking points for a lot of people on NeoGAF and everywhere else is that now the PS3 is the same price as the Vita when it comes out. But then when you like you just mentioned, you know, the 3DS came out at a lot more than the, than the Wii was. It wasn't the same mm-hmm. price; it was more. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you've yep. seen the, we've seen this time and time again where the handheld actually is either at the same price or more expensive than like the comparable home console. In this case, you're yeah. getting a very powerful system, though. This isn't like the 3DS the- where you're getting two generations back with a little 3D screen that you can barely see unless you have it in a little you know, tight, sweet spot. I mean, this, this is a really powerful handheld. Well, when the PSP came out, the PS2 was not $250. No. And the PSP launched at $250, and everybody bought it like crazy, and there weren't many complaints about, oh, no, it costs more than the PS2. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, people seem to be complaining just to complain. What? People on the Internet do that now? <clears throat> now, Come yes. Come on. Yeah, it's a new thing. I, I think you're crazy. Uh, I don't know. I just, I... You haven't convinced me, sir. Well, then... Uh, <laughs> I'll just start my next one, then. Right. <laughs> Seriously, though, these two are like gas stations kitty corner from each other, and it takes a while. But once one makes a move, the other one makes a move. And I know oh, they have business plans. It's well thought out. And I don't disagree with you, but they certainly react to each other as well. Yeah. Except for the Wii. Nintendo's on a corner all by itself and says, you will buy our gas <laughs> at, at whatever price we tell you to buy it at. Because <laughs> it's, be- it's better. They know they're <laughs> Nintendo fanboys. <laughs> our gas is speaking of which, Speaking of which, the 3DS's sales have gone up considerably as well ever since they did that price drop. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll sustain, though. Probably not. I'm just saying. Yeah. Price price drop, even on a system that's perceptually not doing very well, will boost things for at least a little while. Yeah. But we'll see. Indeed. They made a much more substantial price drop. They went down like 80 bucks. <laughs> well, more than that, it went down... Or was, it, was it 80? Yeah, it was 80. No, it was 250 down to 170. Wow. <clears throat> that's crazy. I wonder how many people actually got in, got in on that deal where you could buy it because Target and Walmart dropped it early. Yeah, I saw that. So if you got it on that Friday and actually registered the thing, you got the twenty free games as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you had to get those. You had to get. You had to have a 3ds in hand before that price drop to get those twenty free games. So I thought that was really cool for the ones that dropped it the day before. Yeah, give everybody a chance to get those freebies real quick. That's I'm surprised they, they they stopped that. I, a little shy. I'd quickly grab mine. Like, oh shit! I got one day. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in, in Nintendo's defense, that was actually kind of cool. They did that because oh, they're yeah. you know all you know these people in March paid two fifty for the system, and all of a sudden they're going to drop the price in what six months? Not even six months. They've dropped the price that much. So they're actually throwing you know the people that got it early a bone. That's that's very rare to see that. Yeah, it's a nice goodwill gesture. I would have appreciated a copy of Zelda in the mail, too. (laughs) (laughs) You have to wait till November. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of, you mentioned the Infamous 2 bundle that had a a price cheaper than normal due to this price drop. But we also got that new DLC coming for Infamous 2, (laughs) Festival of Blood. Indeed, Captain Segway. Have you seen that? You guys watched that trailer? <laughs> Come on, man. Roll with it. It was awesome. I'm, I'm giving you props. You're fucking great at that. Oh, Speaking man. of something you said 10 minutes ago, let me reach back in there and uh, pull that one out. It's like I bookmarked it. Bookmarked it in the old Polish brain. Like, remember that. <laughs> All yes, right. I actually did just watch the uh, 
the trailer right before we recorded, and uh, that looks really cool. Yay! I know. <laughs> yes, it does. Out. You know, I've got to go back and play this game, so I'm in a position to be able to play that when that comes out because that looks freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't show you a whole lot. It's fairly cryptic as to what's going on, but just the fact that he's got vampire teeth and is tearing into people, that's good enough for me. Hells yeah. yeah. Well, it's the Festival of Blood. I don't know if they said it in any of the press release or anything, but I think they said it at Gamescom. I I don't know where I heard it, but basically vampires have overrun the place. (laughs) (laughs) And you're a vampire. (laughs) So it changes up the gameplay a bit. But yeah, it looks fun. It just looks different, you know? And it's set right there. Because I'm watching it, and they go, Sucker Punch. And I'm like, Sucker Punch? With blood behind it. And yeah, and then they're showing like a full game. And I'm like, wait, what? How did they do another? Wait, what? Wait, Cole? Wait, what? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was and then I was oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the write up yeah. here says. Uh, our revered superhero Cole McGrath has been bitten. To save his soul and the city, he has just one night to find and kill the head vampire. Yeah, and they oh, changed the whole the city around vampire. with this real gothic uh, theme to it with like big heads and all that kind of stuff. And it's dark and icky and there's bodies laying everywhere. Pretty damn cool. Yeah, looks fun. Speaking of Infamous 2, now I'm Captain Segway. Did you guys see the uh, add-ons in the PlayStation Store this week? Uh, not the ones this week. I've, I've seen some in the past where you can... Are, are they the ones this week with the skins where you can play as, like, Reapers and stuff? Yeah, there's some skins. There's some extra powers and things. And apparently some of them came with the higher-end package because they're, I already have them. Oh, according well, of course. To the store. Yes. Of course you have the... Um, <laughs> but then... There's a couple of add-ons where, you know, you have the the amp thing in it in his on his back. Yeah. Um, where you can change that up to like a, for ninety nine cents each. I saw a caveman club, and I was like, <laughs> caveman club, come on, <laughs> Captain Caveman, <laughs> and the Teen Angels or whoever was with him. Wasn't he with the schmoo at one point? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, so they had that, and I'm like, eh, and then I saw the samurai sword, and I'm like, that looks pretty oh. cool. And then I saw Sly Cooper's cane, and I went, <laughs> oh, cool. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Oh, shit, I might have to get that. Yeah, for a dollar, I might have to get that, so that you can use Sly Cooper's cane when you're freaking running around <laughs> see you're part of the problem man oh it's just That's a dollar so cool. <laughs> hey it's not ten dollar horse armor all right that's it's, true that's true it's a one it's a 99 cent cane and i like it <laughs> that is pretty badass yeah try well, to segue off that buddy speaking of the vita <laughs> i got uh... nothing <laughs> oh wait i got something Uh oh okay did you see the darkness in that festival of blood trailer I did. Burning uh, skies and all. You got resistance. Okay. Burning skies coming too. Wow. Uh, Wait, I don't uh, have that story. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you on last week's version? <laughs> no. You've got to update is. the teleprompter. We oh, said that no, I think file. I, oh, I yes, missed you it. Do. See, I missed it when I was opening them all up. What's the point of having chief. a teleprompter if you don't update it every week? We well, good money uh, I, I've, I've become to not trust the teleprompter. Because it's maybe we, say things like, fuck you, San Diego. 
<laughs> and We've been uh, pimping that Audible podcast slash PS Nation for weeks. We go and spend this is it, what fourteen thousand dollars for that teleprompter. <laughs> the problem is, you guys got the color ones. I got the black and white one that's real fuzzy. The things I do for you guys. The vectors. Well, that's because, I mean, look where you are. I know. Well, we just got electricity like five weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. Do they have color TV where you live? Maybe. I don't know. I think you can only shop at Walmart where he lives. That's all. (laughs) We have one color TV in town. It's at the the, uh, city hall. (laughs) He's got the best Vizio in town. (laughs) Anyway, so Resistance Burning Skies, huh? Yes. You don't say. Another game coming coming to the Vita. Indeed. And there was a demonstration, a live demonstration at Gamescom in Germany this last week. And they showed and some it gameplay. Looks amazing. Yes, it does. It looks pretty cool. I mean, honestly, it's a little early. You know, you see kind of real chunky stuff. But, uh, boy, I tell you, seeing that guy be able to control the game with two analog controllers right away, something special. Yeah, That's I like right. the touchscreen controls also. I think they're used really well. They showed the fire axe. You could press this in the corner of the screen to use your melee attack, basically. And then and the, the grenade the grenade throwing was really cool. Yeah. Touchscreen, the grenade, and then you'd actually like display the arc of it with your finger and kind of cook it up a little bit and then let go of it, and it would actually throw that same arc that you just displayed on the screen, which really, really cool. I'm I'm very happy so far with the touchscreen implementations that we've seen on these games. Because nothing's too hokey. Like, it's just kind of, it's, you know, it's off to the side a little bit. It's just there. You don't have an R2 or an L2, so we're going to try to, you know, give you a little bit on the screen. I, I, I like well, that. I'm still waiting for somebody to use the back touchscreen for L2, R2. I thought um, Uncharted does. Does it? I don't, yeah, I yeah. don't remember hearing that. Yeah, Uncharted uses it for some of that stuff. You tap... It's kind of like the well, right. There's like the the right side of that and the left side of that kind of act as R two and L two. As far as what, like climbing the rope segments and stuff like that. Um, what was it? Because we were talking about it at uh, E three. Because I was complaining about not having an R two and L two, and they're like, "Oh, well, that's what the touchpads were in the back." I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what That'd it was. Be but the they... best use of it, huh? But that would be the best use of it. Well, yeah, for a game like this. Yeah, definitely. How does that feel with your fingers anchored on right one and left one? It didn't so feel bad at all because that thing's thin enough that your your middle finger on each hand just kind of rests there anyway. So you just yeah, have I to mean, make sure you find that border, you know, to tap the stuff right and left. And it, it had kind of a texture on it in the back so you knew where you were. Yeah, I could see maybe like sweeping your your finger downward where that would be a button press. Mm. But it's kind of... You know what I mean? When, you, when you're using the right two and left two now, you're really kind of pushing it with the tip of your finger. But the way your fingers would be positioned on this thing, the Vita, you'd almost be hitting the side of your finger to hit that button. Yeah. No, think about, yeah. think about how you hold a PSP. You know, you've, you've got those fingers. You've, you've got your index fingers on the R1, L1, and then your other fingers are pretty much on the back of the system. It's like holding it. It's like, it's like a little stand. A little bit, but you know, the, your your two middle fingers are right there. They're right in that spot anyway, for the most part, at least for me. On my old one thousand, I think it actually kept the UMD drive closed. It's <laughs> <laughs> essential. Yeah, I think my UMD drive, and my three thousand, is going to shit. I'm not happy about that. Hmm. It's too bad. 
Yeah. Not happy. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, New Resistance takes place right before Resistance 2. Uh, you play as a New York City fireman who wakes up in a morgue for some reason and has an IV in his arm and everything. Uh, they didn't really go too much into the uh, to the story. Gameplay looked great. They showed some new weapons. Uh, it looks like the screen is really used a lot for secondary fire, the, the touchscreen stuff. Uh, like being able to do the grenade off of the... Uh, off of the good old carbine, uh, you can actually just tap on the screen so you don't even have to aim with the sticks uh, for where you want that grenade to go. So definitely lends itself to portable gaming in that respect. And uh, graphics look fantastic, even in this early iteration. So very exciting. I was wondering yeah, if visuals we were, were really impressive. Visuals yeah. were really impressive. Well, you know how they, I don't know, didn't they say at E3 that all PSP games are going to work in the Vita? And they said all of them are going to be able to use the second stick. Right? I believe they did. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I believe they did say that. So I could essentially play Retribution on here without having to Bluetooth my my uh, uh, my my DualShock on it. Yeah, I still don't get how that's going to work, though. I don't either. I because yeah, I don't. I don't really get that. Because there's some games that you would almost have to have a manual map that they would have to make up or something. Could it mm-hmm. be like the 360 where there's a software update? You know how when the 360 first came out, yeah. to, pl- to play the backwards compatible games, you kind of had to get a software update from the on- from live to be able yeah. to play that backwards? Mm, Could it be something they, like that? You get a software they, update for the Vita that allows you to play those games with the sticks That they somehow? could put it in the firmware, maybe? See, hmm. I'm, just, I'm just wondering more if they're talking about all games that would have had two-stick support originally will have it on the Vita. Like a lot of the PS1 games and that kind of thing. That's that where would I'm make sense. Yeah, yeah. PS1 games. But even a lot of PS1 games didn't use any sticks no, because they that was before the the DualShock was a DualShock. Right. <laughs> there were no sticks on the original <laughs> PS1 And then I want them controller. to split my Vita in half so I can use it as an EdgeCon. <laughs> Let me see your Vita real quick. Crack! Hey, it doesn't work as an edge that. I always love that when everybody complained that, you know, they put the rumble back in the PS3 controllers and everybody was like, this is ridiculous. We have to buy all new controllers. I can't believe they're doing this. They can't change the controller halfway into the life cycle, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, the PS1 controller changed three times. Yep. Over the course of its lifespan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Had no sticks, had two sticks, had rumble and analog. <laughs> yep. So, uh, these things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up and play your game. <laughs> take it, take it. Well, oh, dear, they make my controller better, also... but I have to buy a new one. They should just replace it for free. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they're doing dedicated applications for the Vita. For Facebook, Foursquare, Skype, and Twitter. I can't believe yes. they're doing Skype. I'm... Sh- Literally shocked. Yeah, that one surprised me. Because Microsoft owns it now. I said, Doesn't yes, matter. That, that Mi- one surprised me. I Microsoft, agree. when they signed that deal, they said they had to keep you know, the existing contracts in place. And Sony has a contract for Skype. They had it on the PSP. Right, and that's where I'm, I'm thinking, that when I started thinking about it, that must be what it is, is that Sony must have some kind of a contract with Skype for handhelds. And it just yeah. doesn't uh, specify PSP, which is incredibly smart on their on their part. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Microsoft is happy with this. Like, uh huh, uh huh. Some little 
evil dude in some corner somewhere is rubbing his hands together like we've got <laughs> you so excellent well look how much money microsoft makes yeah microsoft makes a lot of money off of every android phone sold they make mm-hmm. a lot of money off of every iphone sold because the patents they own i don't think microsoft cares i mean no. i'm obviously joking they're like good put it wherever put it put it on fisher price toys we don't give a shit <laughs> as long as we get our cut i'll tell you yeah. I've, I've had to use skype on psp a couple of times because that's the only thing i had at the time I'm I'm very happy about it. It doesn't work the best. It you know it it's very very one-minded. You can't really go into the background or anything else, and you can't do anything else on the PSP when you're doing it. But um, I use my PSP Go to call into pod- podcast a couple times and to call somebody else when I was sitting downstairs. My phone battery was dead. I've used it, you know, and just saying it actually works. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm very happy that Skype's on here. I'm, I'm actually especially with the cameras if they're going to integrate it with the cameras. Uh, that can be very, very cool. Well, this one, yeah, this one's going to work a lot better because one of the biggest problems with Skype on the first PSP was that there wasn't enough RAM no. to really handle it. And they had limited it to the 3000 because they actually added more RAM to the 3000. Yeah. Well, plus the 3000 um, had the microphone built in. and Yeah. So there was always that problem. I mean, they built this one with all this stuff in mind with Skype and Twitter and Facebook and Foursquare and all these other apps that they can add in to make it more like a phone competitive with a phone, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so. I'm I'm very psyched. Foursquare, I could care less. Yeah, I really could give a shit about that. Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. I, I, I can see yeah. myself using it, like, maybe at MGC or something, uh, but with no keyboard. Uh... Well, it's going to be a touch keyboard, just like on the yeah, iPhone that's true. and that's true. everything. See, you got to remember, I'm, I'm spoiled with my phone. It has a, uh, the slide-out keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Foursquare for a minute. That's an application <laughs> on even other devices I do not understand. Why do you want to broadcast? Okay, I'm old school. I'll admit this. When I leave and I go somewhere for a couple hours, even even just a couple hours, I'll turn a light on. If I'm gone all night, sometimes I'll even leave the TV on. I kind of want it to appear like I'm home. Yeah. You know, so my, my place doesn't get ransacked and my PS3 stolen. <laughs> my big pile of games taken, you know. I just, I get a, I, old school, I guess. I'm a little bit weird about that. Nowadays, people use Foursquare and it's like just advertising that they're wherever they are. It's like Stalker Central. Well. Like, I'm at the gas station. Now yeah. I'm on my way to the place to get burgers. Now I'm sitting and eating a burger. Now I'm at the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Foursquare, though, is is this is that meta game that a lot of people always wondered that if if it could could work. Foursquare, it's you playing a game. You're checking out these locations. You're competing with other people to become the mayor. You know to check in more times than they are. That has it has <laughs> awards like trophies. It's got all that crap. And I actually got bothered by this because I saw a message the other day saying that uh, Obama joined Foursquare. Whoa, mm-hmm. we don't need everybody knowing where our president is at all times. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a trick. You're going to use that for some secret intel or something. <laughs> yeah. Get the infidel. He's at McDonald's. <laughs> Obama's at 7-Eleven. All these like, assassins show up. Aha, Looking for got you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I Foursquare. I, I maybe if I lived in a big city, I would get it. But what am I going to do here? Uh, checked in at the barn. <laughs> it's like the different departments at Walmart. Glenn just <laughs> passed the w- women's clothing section at Walmart. No, no, Glenn no! Someone mayor. took my phone. No, I swear. 
Glenn is the mayor of Braziers at Walmart. <laughs> well, more like Lord of the Braziers, but... Glenn is now the mayor of Simpleton. <laughs> Thank you, XTC. Wow, an XTC reference. <laughs> You've just ousted Josh from the cornfield across the street from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> You're the new mayor of... Or you've just ousted Josh Langford as the mayor of Milking Cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I you know... I, uh, I I was kind of figuring a lot of that stuff would come to the to the Vita. I didn't know if it'd be right away, so it's good to see that they're doing this stuff right away. Uh, I think all that stuff's free, too. Yeah, Facebook, Foursquare. Skype. Yeah, it well, is. I mean, Skype, if you want to make actual calls, you got to pay for it like usual, but um, very well, cool. I mean, no, is- if you want to make calls to cell phones or phone phones, right. but if you're going to Skype another Skype user, it's yeah, free. that's hot. Yeah. yeah. All the stuff is usually Skype free, me, so that'd be kind of bullshit yeah. if they started nope. charging for it. No, Twitter Skype is five me. bucks. Like, what? You can't do that, you fuckers. <laughs> Twitter's well, all, this stuff is downlo- all this stuff is downloadable to the Vita, just like Resistance we talked about. And guess what else is downloadable to the Vita? Every game. Oh, my God. All, all games will be on the PlayStation Store and downloadable. Pretty uh, badass. Yeah. Saw, saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody <laughs> thought that this thing's going to have a UMD driver or anything. It it does have the card slot, and you're supposed to be able to buy the games on those little cards, but honestly, at this point, I think I'd just go download anyway. Well, but again, they still, and this will come up in another story, they still, still have not mentioned anything about internal storage. Yeah, all those specs came out with with the 512 megs of memory and the 128 of video memory and this and that. And I'm look, I'm scouring these specs. Nothing for internal storage. I, yeah, that's the first thing I looked for, and I was like, still nothing. <laughs> it's getting me a little nervous at this point. Personally, I think it's going to have at least 32 gig. It has to. I would hope at least. I would hope it would have. 128 gig well, at yeah. this point. That would make so they're hold, they're just basically holding out to get the cheapest, cheapest uh, price. I think. I think so. Yeah. The biggest, and that's why they're not announcing yet. They're they're going to get the the biggest bunch they can, as cheap as they can, and that's what it's going to be. That's my guess. Uh, because if they announce that this is what it's going to be, well, then they're locked into that. Yeah. Because there's only one SKU, you know. There, it's not like you're gonna get like the PS3, where you have a 120 gig model and a 320 gig model, or 160 and 320. And there's one SKU, so yeah. well, well, that, as Wi-Fi far as we know, and, and that's one 3G. thing that scares me is that they're gonna have like the iPads, where oh, 16 gig, that's 500 dollars. If you want 32, that'll be 600 dollars, mm. you know. And I really hope that that card slot is also. Something that you can expand the memory with, and you're not just limited to whatever memory is on the system right away. God, I would. Well, there are. Should we just jump into that story right now? Sure. (laughs) Wait, before you do, though, I just wanted to mention kind of a Captain Obvious news story here that every title is coming to PlayStation Store, considering there's, you know, there's not a UMD drive, or like you said, it'd probably be goofy to have a card hanging out of this thing every time you want to play a game. But it's actually the first dedicated video game console to have complete downloadable everything. It's kind of. I don't hmm. know. The well, first it, one it would have that, been the second, but the not. Phantom never made it out to market. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because what about? 
on live, maybe? You know what? They don't consider uh, the iPhone or the iPad a gaming platform, then. Because that's all downloadable. That's true. Yeah. Well, it's a first dedicated video game console. That's that's where it is, yeah. yeah. Dedicated video game console. Okay, so going into the specs, because the specs came out, and it has a Vita card slot, a memory card slot, and a SIM card slot. Yeah. Well, so, the SIM is for the G for the 3G. Yeah. The Vita is and for... Probably for the games. For the, pre, the preloaded games. And the and memory card slot, that might be our only memory if they have no internal memory. Yeah, see, that's one thing that scares me, too, is that it's going to be like the yeah. PSP where it really has no storage. And, you know, it's going to come, well, oh, you got to buy this card right away. If anything, I hope it's like the Go. I mean, the Go, even though the, the, the two memory banks are split, so it doesn't become one large, you know, group of memory at 32 gig, the way the Go is, I think, is hopefully the way that they're going to go, where it has however much internal and you can actually expand it as well. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Because it just doesn't say. It doesn't say on any... They've, they've never even mentioned it, but it has everything else. Yeah. The 512 megs of main memory and 128 megs of dedicated video RAM, basically. It's got some nice specs on it, actually. Oh, yeah, Definitely. It's uh, it's I mean, and and we're seeing it in action already. Even these early games, they look fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Uncharted looks freaking awesome, and it's on a handheld. Yeah, you know, I hate to be spoiled with good graphics, but it does make a difference when these handhelds can start to carry carry the weight with the big boys. Makes the games that much more appealing. Obviously, there's there's lots of really great smaller games that don't have great graphics that are just as good. I'm not saying I'm a graphics whore. Yes, you are. Let's be honest. Yes, but you are a little bit. <laughs> but when these games start to look like you know you're sitting home playing on your console, much more immersive. I feel like I'm I'm not playing a handheld as much. And for me personally, I, I like that feeling. I like yeah. forgetting that I'm sitting in the middle of the airport for ten minutes, you know, and <laughs> enjoy my game or wherever I'm at. That was that was one of the great things about the PSP, because at the time it was it was very comparable to PS2 graphics, and you were essentially playing the same game. That you were playing at the at home, and now the Vita is the same thing. You've got the the dual analogs, which is huge, and you got great graphics and sound, and the interplay between the, the <laughs> yeah. too. That's pretty cool. Do some things on the road, come home, connect, take over where you've been left waiting off. for that. I can't wait till they get into that more. Yeah. Well, while the Vita is adding specs, because this thing's not finalized yet, the PSP is losing specs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're taking out the Wi-Fi and putting out a cheaper model. So far, they've announced this just for Europe, right? 99 euros? I haven't seen any announcements. Mm. I I don't see why they wouldn't do it elsewhere. But right now, it's a Wi-Fi. They announced this at Gamescom. There's a Wi-Fi-free value PSP, they're calling it, for 99 euros coming in the fall. I like the matte finish. It's got a matte finish. It still plays UMDs, obviously, since it doesn't have Wi-Fi. I saw Josh, I think this was on Twitter, you talking about this, and I totally agree. There's no reason why you can't connect this thing to your, your PS3 and still get all those games. You yeah, just, well, just that's the whole point. I mean, that was the first complaint with a lot of people. Well, no Wi-Fi. How are you supposed to get all the downloadable games? Well, the same way you always get them. 
You can use the, the MediaGo software on a PC, or you can connect it to your PS3, and and that's the easier way to get them. I used to do them Wi-Fi, and I was like, this just takes too freaking long. And you sit there waiting for it to download and waiting for it to install, and it can take 45 minutes to an hour sometimes. Yeah. When you can just download it on your PS3 or on your PC, plug it in, and transfer it. Done. Done. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's Wi-Fi, yeah, you'll miss out on some of the online gaming, but it, it, I didn't play a whole lot of PSP online after the first couple of months. You know, it was neat at first, but... <laughs> that's because you don't like people. Well, that's, that's <laughs> there's that, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, it was neat for the first couple of months, but, you know... People didn't have the headsets, much like the PS3. People didn't have headsets with it. There wasn't much communication. It was hard to get things going. It was hard to find people you knew. I mean, there are no friends lists or anything. There wasn't anything like that for the PS3. Well, that's not true. That's not exactly true. Because some of the later games actually did integrate with your PS3 friends list a little bit. Very few, though. Yeah, I'm counting three in my head right now. Um, Yeah. Maybe three. I know Resistance Retribution and mm-hmm. SOCOM Confrontation 3. Or no, SOCOM's... What is it? That's... Ah, fuck. One of them. Fireteam Bravo. Fireteam Bravo 3 had had uh, full support with the uh, friends list as well. The, I'll tell you, those two games especially played really well online. Like, it, they played like a regular online game. The frame rate was still good. The connection was usually good. And the voice chat was actually good. Because we had a press day for Fireteam Bravo 3, and I played it at work at lunchtime on our shitty-ass wireless, and it still rang great. And I showed those so-called journalists how to play a game. (laughs) 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 No, but I I played Retribution Online quite a bit, and I was really impressed by how it ran. I mean, obviously you had less players than a normal uh, console game at the time, but, you know, that thing was only running Wireless G, or uh, Wireless B, actually. B. Yeah. yeah, so for for what the PSP had to offer in terms of specs, I was really impressed. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge loss because even even so with those games, the majority of those um servers are going to be shut down when the Vita comes along. Probably. I would expect, you know. So, that's nice. I mean, it it makes it, you know what it it makes it like a like an impulse buy at that point. True. You drop it just below a hundred bucks. Well, a hundred euros. Euros. So plus yeah, those UMD, the UMD games <laughs> at the retail shops, the used ones especially, are really, really cheap. Yeah. Talking like five bucks, ten bucks for some really good games. Yeah, and Glenn and I had actually talked about this the other day and he was saying that um you know, this is a good way to clear those UMDs off the shelf. Because <laughs> yep. you have you have cheaper PSPs out there. People can pick those up, and all of a sudden, well, what can I play? Oh, look at all these really cheap games, and they just buy, buy, buy. Yep. You know? <laughs> buy them so, up like a boy band. Yep. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Plus, I, you know, one thing about the, the PS3 having the downloadable titles on your PS3 and then connecting your PSP to it and transferring them over. These things, I, I use like a, maybe an 8-gig card or something on my PSP, so I can only fit so many games on there, yet I own so many more, and I hate that when I want to take one off and put one on, 
that whole Wi-Fi process and it taking forever. Mm. By keeping them all on my PS3, I just plug in, transfer it over, and it's boom, boom, done, yeah. ready to go, and I'm off playing that game. So, you know, one more point towards keeping them on the PS3 and just transferring them via the cable versus yeah. downloading them every time. Definitely. It makes a difference. Yeah. And we got uh, very, very big news. Very big news. He's kind of. You mean Phil Rosenberg saying hello, PlayStation Nation? You mean Price? I, I love the shout out. <laughs> big I, news. Uh, was, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out, Phil. That was really nice. I didn't even notice that. That's directed right at us, right? Peter Dilly used to do that all the time, and now Phil's, Phil's doing it. So awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Well, let's tell the people what we're talking about. <laughs> the NFL Sunday Ticket is going to be at least this year exclusive to the PS3 console. This yep. is Probably a, only in North America. <laughs> pro, yes, good point. Good point. And this is a, a deal they struck up with DirecTV. Now, DirecTV, for those that don't know, owns exclusive rights to this content, to these games, at least um, having them all in one spot. Now, certainly some of the national television stations here in the U.S., like Fox, ABC, NBC, will air games at different times. Right. So usually, or ESPN included, usually you can see these games in other places, Depending on which market you're in, however, you know you can't be. I can't watch a Houston game unless it's the second game on on the Sunday after the Packer game, for example, or, well, or yeah, some, yeah. something like that. Let's, so having them all in one spot here, like the MLB ticket, for example, that's well, let's clear up. The, you said football. This is not Arsenal and Man United. This is <laughs> this is real football. This is American football. <laughs> yeah, right. So like when we say football, it's that football. <laughs> The football that, when we say football, it means football. That's the football that I'm referring to. With the pig skin. Football? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. NFL, National Football League. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, 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 remember you said that. National Football League. Yeah. But they're the world champions? Yeah, okay, whatever. You're damn right they are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, when you win one well, in 30 years. Don't forget you NFL Europe. Don't forget NFL Europe. And uh, the NFL <laughs> does play over in Europe going? four times a year. No, it's not. Yeah, I thought they shut that down. They did. No, what? They didn't shut down yeah. NFL Europe, did they? Yes, they did. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's, <laughs> why, they play, that's why they play a game over there now oh. in the season. All right, then. Well, whatever. You know what's funny? Uh, I wish I had his PSN to me, but I don't. Um, one of our listeners I ended up running into on the Resistance 3 beta the other day, and he's from, oh, fuck, I'm going to get it wrong, and he's going to hate me. Uh, he said he was from Wales originally, so I don't know if he's... I don't oh. know where he's from. Scotland, Ireland, somewhere around Europe. Uh, <clears throat> oh, man, I'm so sorry. Uh, but he actually watches the NFL whenever he gets a chance. He said he used to watch it a lot when he came over here for business. And uh, they actually can get a few games a week over in Europe. So I was, I was really shocked by that. He, he was talking quite a bit about that. So I, did, I didn't really know that that... He, he said you have to have... Um, Sky Sports, I think it's called over there. Hmm. And they actually uh, broadcast some uh, of the NFL games. Good old Rupert Mur- Murdoch. Yeah. Mm. Now we're going to be listening on your phone calls. And- we've in got Wales. some soccer games over here, too. I mean, you turn on ESPN, or uh, the 3D ESPN gets a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Premier League games and stuff like that. Now, it's certainly not all of them, but even us, the wrong kind of football fans, as you Europeans would probably think. <laughs> <laughs> we get some soccer games over here. Well, they're dedicated soccer channels you can get added to your cable system. Ooh, what's the phone number? 
Yeah. Well, it's funny because my cousin who was over here a couple of weeks ago was asking if there is, you know, there's the MLB app and the NHL. He's like, is there a soccer one? Because if I could get that, because he's in school. You know what's funny? And he's I, a actually, player, I actually do you know? think that we're going to see that probably within a year. I think we should. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have one in Europe yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because for him, I mean, he's he's always played soccer and, and lacrosse, and he loves soccer and everything, and he wants a dedicated soccer channel on his PS3 so he can watch it in his dorm room, basically. Right. Well, let's, let's get into this a little bit, though. Yeah, the price? Ooh. Well, now, <laughs> I, I, I think it was Hatman actually came up with this, but... Uh, if you now remember, for someone like me, let, let this, uh, let's go with me, who's at the extreme yeah. one end of the spectrum. I don't have cable at yeah. all right now. I don't have local TV because I'm too far away for an antenna to work. So I have no television right now at all, and I haven't even for an HD antenna. HD antenna, I would have to put one up in a tower thirty feet high. Um, you got a problem with that? Right now I do. Cause, yeah, I don't want to put a big monstrosity up like that. <laughs> So who's going to see it? You're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm in the field of marshes. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. I don't have any options right now. In, unless I want to pay for cable or pay for dish network or pay for uh, direct TV. So right now, if I get direct TV, I get the NFL ticket for free. The Sunday ticket, you get it for free for a year. Well, yeah, quote unquote free. Well, you're, you're, you have to get a two-year contract. A, a two-year contract, yeah. And then you're paying for, I think it's the, I don't know if it's a basic service or the, the step in between basic and, and you can best. You can get it for the $30 package, which is the $120 plus, which is only the second or third tier up. It's 30 bucks a month, and you get the NFL ticket for free for one year. But I'm in a two-year contract. Okay. Right. That's what I did last year when I signed up. And I was right. Next like year, it jumps up to bucks 500 bucks a month. <laughs> well, but here's the problem. Oh, no, you lock in the price now, too, uh, because they're getting so much competition from Dish. So I can do that if I wanted to, but because of the blackout rules, NFL ticket does nothing for me because my Packer game would still be blocked out, and I would have to go over to the Fox station, okay? Yep. Which, at the time, when I had DirecTV originally... I got so pissed off because they told me I wouldn't be blacked out here because I'm more than 90 miles away. But as soon as the season started, oh, everything changed. The website changed, everything else changed, and I was blacked out. At the time, our locals were not in high def on DirecTV. So I spent all this money on DirecTV, and I got nothing out of it, really. I still had to watch the game. And, yeah. <laughs> Hence, I was pissed off at DirecTV. I still have the dish on my, on my house because I'm too lazy to go up my two-story house and get it off. But... I was totally screwed. Now, Dish Network doesn't have the NFL ticket. Nobody else does. Okay. <clears throat> so, I can get this for 18 weeks because playoffs aren't covered on the NFL ticket and neither is the Super Bowl. No, because those are on, well, if you had an antenna, you'd be able to see those. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, 18 weeks of football, I would get for $18.90 a month. That's what it comes, or $18.90 a week. Is what the price comes out to for the three hundred and forty dollars, basically, and the Red Zone Channel, which if you haven't seen it before, which the Red, Red Zone Channel cool. is the shiz. I love yeah, that channel. Yeah, uh, Red Zone is actually really neat because it, it it shows you every time a game gets it within I think it was the twenty yard line, the actual Red Zone, or does it just show you every score? No, every time a team's in the twenty yard line, it it jumps to that game. Okay, if yeah. there's if there's multiple games going, they'll actually <laughs> scroll through them or put up like split screen. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
So you could also rename it. You, you could rename that channel Fantasy Football Players Best Wet Dream. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so, it's so just here's the nonstop. Deal. I love it. I can pay three four three hundred forty dollars for Directv on my PS3 alone, and hope there's not a blackout. If there is, this is totally fucking useless to me because I'm still gonna have to go to the bar to watch the Packer game, and my PS3 is gonna sit there turned off, nobody watching it. Or if they don't black it out, and on my, in my opinion, I pay, what, $120 a year for MLB, 162 games times 30 teams, and I get blacked out for the Brewers, but I have all that other stuff. And now for almost triple the amount of money the NFL wants for 18 games times however many teams, 16 teams, that's a, that's a huge difference in price. And for yeah. that kind of money, it should not be blacked out, in my opinion. And if it is, they can go fuck themselves. Well, this you have to consider what's going on here. DirecTV owns the rights to this content. I understand they that. Didn't, so they sold it to Sony or gave Sony permission at a cost to be able to do this. Their business model, their agreement with the NFL already calls for those games to be blacked out. I understand that. But so I'm just more than 90 they made miles away from Green Bay. But well, because, yeah, so am I, and I don't get to see him either. Right, right, but that's the thing. If I'm paying this much money for it, there's no way that should be blacked out. That's the problem, is that the NFL and all these leagues are still in the fucking dark ages, and they don't understand that there are people, a lot of people like me, that don't have cable, that don't have an antenna up, that don't have a way to get regular TV anymore in high depth. This is a, this is a monopoly. Direct TV that. has... Has the only they they have the only show in town. Yeah, so well, they can they can charge like this. I'm not saying it's right, and that's where that's why MLB can probably get a better deal because you can get it from them directly. You get it through your cable company. You get it through the satellite. You can get it 18 million different ways. Well, but there they, is an alternative because you can. I think you can pay a subscription fee, and I need to look this up still. But with the NFL Network, and I believe you can watch games and stuff through that as well. I'm well, the NFL network only shows select games. I thought the web version actually had more content. If you buy the subscription over the web, I think mm. you get more content. And that's what I need to look up. Because I read about somebody was talking about it a little bit today, but I really didn't get a chance to read it all. I know but if you do their I, fantasy league on the NFL website that you yeah. can get some video highlights. See, I haven't that's seen anything like that. The, the NFL network is part of my regular cable package. It's just, just the, there. Oh, you don't have charter. Just, just the channel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the channel. Right. Uh, and there are, you know, several games. Now, you know, you're one end of the spectrum. So for somebody like me, I'm far enough away from Philly that I can't see the Eagles games. And that's what I want to see. All I get is Giants and Jets up here. Right. So $339, $340 essentially. Um and I went back through and I looked at the schedule this year and tried to figure out what's going on. Um, the Eagles play the Giants twice, obviously, so there's two games I'm going to see on local TV, guaranteed. They play the Jets once, so there's another game. And when I added it all up with, with Giants-Jets, when they play them, with uh, nationally televised games like Sunday night games, they play on a Thursday, they have a Monday night game... I'm guaranteed to see seven games this year of the right. Eagles, no matter what. Three games, there's no way I'm going to see them because they directly conflict with the Giants on the same channel at the same time. Okay, so there's that's ten. The other six are completely up in the air. 
They may be on up here. They may not. So best case scenario, I could see all but three games this year on local TV in the New York area. So something like this is completely useless to me. Like if it costs less, if it was closer to like 120 bucks maybe or high end, maybe 140 bucks, I might actually go for it. But, you know, I'm not interested in all the other teams in the league. Like hockey, I'll, I'll bounce around, you know, I'll watch the Flyers, but then I'll bounce around other teams and watch other games, like West Coast games and stuff like that. With with the NFL, I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll watch the Eagles because they're on, but I, I'm not interested in all these other teams. And for 340 bucks, there's no way. Yeah. Even if I was crazy. getting zero, zero Eagles games, I wouldn't pay 340 bucks. It's just too much. And and the thing is, I think it's too much too because when I look at what I could do if I went even back to Charter, which I just don't want to do, or I went to something like a DirecTV or even a Dish Network because I don't need the 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 ticket. I just don't need it. I just need to watch my Packers. If I need to see all the other stuff, I've got ESPN and all that other bullshit, and I've got the internet. So mm-hmm. I have to look at it like how much per month am I going to get. Dish Network plus a shitload of other channels for the same price that I would probably pay just for this NFL ticket. Yeah, I mean this is eighteen a week, so we're I mean we're still saying three hundred forty dollars a year, whereas Dish Network could be like I don't know, hundred twenty bucks a year maybe or whatever. You know, it's just it's really a weird price. I can't. I I think this is one of those things where it's not going to get a lot of people, but it's one of those things that. Sony can put on their list. Guess what yep. we have that, yeah. that Microsoft doesn't? Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. And, and DirecTV still is, gets their money. They still get yeah. the same as, as if you would have bought the subscription through the other device, through yeah. DirecTV. Yeah. They didn't there have are to people, cut any price at all. They're same price, well, just more. We still got to get some money. So. I, you know, I will say, though, I'm tempted if it's not blacked out, but it will be. And there, there are certainly people like... like Say Jeff Rubenstein, who is a Philly fan and he lives in San Francisco. This might make a little more sense for him. Still expensive, but sure. maybe he wants to see all these Eagles games, and that's that's an easy way to get it. Um, the other thing this has that I just don't get, you know, it's got the same thing that I said with the HBO Go. Directv customers don't have to pay three hundred forty bucks; they can pay fifty bucks. Right. And have the PS, have all this on the PS3. Well, well, if they have the ticket PS- on DirecTV. Yeah, yeah, so you pay for it once, and then you have to pay an additional 50 bucks. Which just is to get bullshit, too. Yeah, I'm but, not doing it. I already have it. Why would I do this? Exactly. <laughs> I already have That's the... That's my if, point. If it's already I didn't plugged, have a second plugged into receiver, the same high-def TV, why, I don't Exactly, yeah. If, well, if would, you don't have a second receiver, which you only pay, like, I don't know, 100 bucks for... Then having this on that device would maybe make sense, but I have two receivers, so I, I don't, I don't need this. Maybe, I don't care. maybe if you could use your Vita or your PSP through your PS3 to watch the stuff, you know, like if you're remote, I could see that. I think that would be great, but there's no way. I mean, like you said, well, plus you I, can you can download applications to your your smartphones, yeah, and you have to pay, you have to pay more for that. Also, you have to check another box on your Directv bill to have that access. But then you can stream the games live to your iPhone or to your Droid or whatever. So yeah, I, I mean, I pay for MLB TV. Honestly, next year I probably won't because they black out the Brewer game still. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice to have. I watched, I watched because I can go the I can go ninety minutes after the game's done and watch 
whatever I want to. So usually I'll listen to it on the radio and I'll go back and check it out on the PS3 later or the next day. Plus it integrates with my phone, which it works on my phone. I just have to buy the app, which is like 15 bucks. But that Android app works on my Zoom and it works on my phone. It's not like I have to rebuy that app every time. If I was on my iPhone, I'd have to buy that one too. But, you know, I buy the app once and it works on both my devices. And it also works on the web for free or, you know, for no additional charge. And the web client is just awesome. MLB TV. It does picture in picture. It it lets you go to, from one to the other. You can listen to the radio station from either side. I mean, it's really, really good. And I just don't... I, I don't know. I'm really... I, I was excited for about a minute when I heard NFL you know, Sunday Ticket on PS3. I was like, what? And then I saw the price and I went, wait, what? And then I said, oh, I'll bet you anything <laughs> they're going to black it out. Yep. Yeah. But and they haven't said if they're going to black it out yet or not, and I guarantee you they won't until after the first week of football. Well, it already says right on his post on the uh, PlayStation blog, um, you'll have the opportunity to watch every out of market, out of market Sunday of, game. Yeah, ex- exists. It yep. already says that basically. Sorry, fuck you, not doing it. And that's and like I said, that's the agreement they have with the NFL. They're not going to change that. That's NFL the same can, exact agreement. NFL can suck it. Well. It, <laughs> I know people say that baseball is America's game, and then other people say that football is America's game. Well, guess which one is king? Who's got you know? Who's putting all this money out and saying, "Well, if you want to watch football, three hundred and forty bucks. If you want to watch baseball, it's competitively priced at one twenty-five. Yeah. If you want to watch NBA, it's competitively priced at one fifty or whatever." So I'll go to the bar, can, eat wings. They can afford to do this. Pee on their floor instead of mine. <laughs> That's the thing. Like for the for the Eagles games, I'm not going to the bar. I don't. I'm not interested because around here, finding a bar that's playing the Eagles game would be hard enough. But then finding a bar that's not filled with Giants fans, no, I'm not going <laughs> that's to the true. Bar. <laughs> well, no I mean, way. honestly, because we're doing extra life here and everything, and I, I didn't want us to have to go to a bar after staying up for 24 hours. You know, I don't have any way to watch the Packer game here right now, so I'm already looking at like, you know, do I what? I'm. <laughs> you better get that shit fixed. You'll be fine. By the time you get here, there will be a solution. Although nine volts last year, bar. you guys didn't. You guys didn't wake me up. I woke up and the game's already going. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, man? you. Game's you already bedroom? going. I'm not going to go in your bedroom and wake you up. Well, I slept my, through the Eagles game. My entirely. wife didn't wake me up either. I'm blaming her. Good. <laughs> I get up. You two are all watching the game. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, I really wouldn't say Josh was watching the game. He was just kind of, No, Josh, I think Josh was sleeping. It was you, it was Glenn, and would you stay up the whole time, Glenn? No, I slept for like two hours. No. I slept through the Eagles game, which was on before the Packers. That's right. (laughs) And I came up in the middle of the Packers game like, wait, what? Oh, (laughs) crap. I woke up on my own, too. Your wife came down. She's like, oh, you're up. Yeah. No, I've I've already started looking like, you know, am I going to go back to fucking Charter, who's going to piss me off? Because they raised (laughs) my internet rate 20 bucks, like, boom, this last month, my my bill shows up and all of a sudden my internet's 20 bucks more. Or do I go with DirecTV where I already have the dish up? And of course, they'll probably tell me I need a different dish. And then I got to get all the fucking bullshit wired through the house and I got to sign a two-year contract. Or do I go go to Dish Network where I have to sign a two-year contract? Or do I try to have a tower built here and put a goddamn antenna up? And even Call then, Bill. hope that I get something. <laughs> Call Bill. He's got it all. He'll have like the 
He's probably got a spreadsheet telling you what the price differences are. Oh no, I've done all the math already. I'm just, I'm just sitting here with my head in my hands, going fucking charter. I just, I'll be watching the game on my iPhone, and you, you folks will be crowding around me like, no, oh, no, you'll, please. we'll go down to the bar if nothing. Else. We got, a, we got nice cozy bars here, like, with like, you know, a lot of space and everything, and good food. Well, I'm hoping my buddy, who is now thoroughly addicted to Mortal Kombat. And has already been talking about getting a PS3 just for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> nice. Um, I bet you this is the this is the straw that broke the camel's back for him because he's been wanting the NFL ticket. He misses it. He's no longer a Directv subscriber. He doesn't want the two year contract and the and the expensive bill. He's currently got AT and T, which is much cheaper. But he's already got could, the expensive bill. Oh, sorry. I could see him buying a PS3 for this and Mortal Kombat. So I think there's going to be people probably more your high end. People with some cash, you know, middle, middle-aged folks that this is, you know, they don't want direct TV, but they want the NFL ticket. This is a nice way to get at it. Right, but the problem is to watch the Packer game, he's still going to have to have something else. He's a Dallas fan. Oh, what? And you can sort with this person? Yes. And a couple of years ago, he bought direct TV to watch his Dallas Cowboys. And just like Josh was explaining before, he had like 12 games on national TV. So he would have yeah. only missed like four games. And boy, was he pissed. It's like, why did I spend out two? What the? Every single game is on Fox. What the hell? Because here in, in the Milwaukee area, if, if they weren't playing the same time as the Packers, you know, they're probably playing the Bears or the Lions yeah. or somebody else. And oftentimes it's on TV. So he was catching every freaking Cowboys game <sighs> and paying for direct TV thinking he wouldn't catch them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's exciting stuff. Honestly, I would be really, really excited if I didn't live in Wisconsin. Like, if I lived somewhere else, I would be on top of the shit no, like, in an instant. But this does not help me at all. Yeah, well, I, think, I just I can't go with that price. I, I think, think even, the, even the Tom Crabtree interview was shorter than our discussion on NFL ticket on PS3. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a well, feeling it's, we were going to talk about this yeah. It's a huge thing having the NFL on one of the consoles, but the price is just brutal. I hope it our really European is. listeners are still there. You still there? Europe? <laughs> Hello? Still with us? <laughs> we talked about Gamescom for how long? That's all over in Europe. We even mentioned Euros <laughs> yeah. once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, how yeah. about this? Oh, we need letters from people in Europe for uh, mo- full move support on FIFA 13. So it's a game <laughs> that you're not supposed to use your hands in, and the move controllers fit in your hands. Anybody excited for this? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. They 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 mentioned FIFA 13. They showed the move support and then they didn't really say much beyond that they quickly moved on to other move stuff <laughs> just that oh it's there and in other news <laughs> it's very weird I just, I just went wait what <laughs> what was that anyway yeah yeah all right we'll stop talking about an nfl ticket yeah yeah all right, what we're playing, uh, since I think I was like second to last last week, I'll just start because I don't have very much at all. I spent a lot of time playing the Resistance 3 beta. In fact, so much time that I'm level 20 and I'm capped. So uh, apparently they're going to be wiping everything out in a couple days, so I'll have to start from square one again. But uh, enjoying it, really liking it. And uh, the improvements they've made are, are 
really showing. Uh, there's some really great improvements. I think the invisibility bug is gone. Uh, having a lot of fun with the different weapon combos. It's 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 a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. So uh, hopefully they get some of the kinks worked out, which I think they are. I mean, they're really working a lot of stuff out. And looking forward to this game in, like, what, three weeks? Uh, Infamous 2, got back to that. Played for a couple hours last night. Uh, really enjoying it. I got some of the... Uh, some of the ice powers now. Hmm. So, nice. yeah, pretty cool. Got really frustrated with a uh, a, bo- a battle with a couple of big dudes, though, so took me a few tries. Oh, that pissed me off. Is it dude meat? <clears throat> dude meat, no. Um, two of the big monsters. I do, I, you know, I do feel kind of like the combat's a little sloppy in this one. It's also. A little, um... Some of the monsters, no matter what you do, they just come straight at you. And, uh, you know, you're just going to get grabbed no matter what. And I really feel like if I'm throwing five grenades at this thing and they just bounce right off of them, essentially, uh, it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> uh, I don't I, feel like I was getting grabbed. I, I, uh, I'd i always dodge and roll and climb a building. I had this one battle where it's one of those big things that spits all the green shit at you and it has the big tongue that tries to grab you. But mm-hmm. then there was also a faster one that was smaller that was coming after me. So I'm trying to dodge both of them, and this one goes underground and always yeah. pops up right next to you, and you're trying oh, to yeah. dodge the other one already. And it just it got a little frustrating because I, I'm throwing a car at the big one, and a goddamn telephone pole blocks it, and the telephone pole doesn't, doesn't destruct. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just frustrating. So maybe it was just that one battle that really pissed me off, but I, I, I got a little frustrated last night with it. Uh, overall, I still think the game is great, but uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, also, some Zen Pinball went back, went some old school on that one. I uh, had a lot of fun with it. Also played some more MLB 11 The Show, playing the Road to the Show. Uh, only played like about three or four games, though, uh, with, my, uh, with my guy in Road to the Show. Still on the Reds, still starting in right field, uh, still doing well. Really enjoying that game. I cannot wait for next year, man. <clears throat> With all the supposed changes they're making next year, man, I cannot wait. Played the demo for uh, Driver San Francisco. It's pretty much what we played at E3, uh, and still pretty cool. I'm very, I'm very curious about the single player now, though. So I'm, I'm yeah, hmm, interesting. Also went into home and uh, went and checked out the Gamescom wait, wait. space. What what? Wait, we're going to do the home update later. Oh, well, fuck you then. <laughs> There's a preview. Yes. I, went, I went into home, so we'll be talking about that later. There you go. All right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Just uh, watch some more Top Gear. Watch some more South Park. Didn't really watch any. Uh, didn't get too movied in this week. I, I was had a really long weekend. Went, uh, went to the, well, I had a two birthday parties Saturday night. We drove around to limos in this town, which was kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, got to bed funny. at 3.30 in the morning, got up at 7, and took the three-hour drive down to Milwaukee to go to a brewer game and uh, sat in a very posh suite right behind the home plate and was pampered for three and a half hours, which was just awesome. It was the thing for work. And uh, nice. Brewers won 11 innings. So uh, T-plush getting the sacrifice uh, fly out to right center and uh, brought, brought the run in to win. So very, very cool. It was worth the, worth the lack of sleep. <laughs> go Brewers. All right. On to somebody else. Uh, I'll go. 
little short on games as well here. Uh, <laughs> a little more Killzone Liberation on the PSP. It's really cool. The The one thing I've noticed, though, it's hard to see some of what's going on on there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because, I mean, there there's... I hit this one point where there are these rotating red beams. I didn't even see them the first five times I died. And then I figured out there's actual rotating red beams in there. They're so small and so hard to see. But it's a gorgeous game on the PSP and it is fun. You know, it's still kill zone. So uh, going a little more through that. Um, EA Active, I do have to mention because I've had a couple questions and I've answered them on Twitter, but I think other people might have these same questions. There are no move controllers used in the game at all. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, that's one of the things. It's It's got its own set of three sensors that it comes with in the package, and that's what you use. The other thing, uh, I've had questions about how much space you need for it. And I measured out the space that I'm using, basically. I just slide the coffee table back to the couch, and basically I have about four feet deep and six feet wide, and that's plenty of room. Because hmm. you're not doing a whole lot of moving around. You're leaning, you know, you're stretching off to the left or right, or you're laying down or whatever, and you can lay in that six feet wide. You don't have to lay facing the TV, you know, but... Six feet wide, about four feet deep is plenty of room. My only problem is I have a low ceiling. <laughs> so when it's telling you lift those, lift those, uh, the barbells and everything up over your head, I'm like, hey, yeah, clunk, uh, clunk, kind of duck. Clunk. <laughs> yeah, I have to be really careful about that. <laughs> I actually played a little bit of Just Cause too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about it, and I, I just, I turned it on. And wherever Miss I spawned your old girl, from, uh, <laughs> yeah, wherever I spawned from, I saw a couple of a couple of spots near me that weren't a hundred percent complete, and I was like, "I'll get that one, I get that one, and I got that one," and then I was done. So I just wanted to jump in, you know, knock out a couple more spots, and be done with it. And I think that's how I'm going to play it from now. You know, when I get a chance, I'll jump in, I'll knock out a spot or two, and then just shut it off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Make my way through the game slow. Mm-hmm. And then I played a lot of Captain America. Again. You didn't finish that yet? Um, no, well, uh, I opened up the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't, I didn't really... Are you actually... Well, look who I'm asking. But, I mean, exactly. you're really just kind of farting around in the sewers? Because I just went one spot to the other. Oh. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I was all over the sewers going back and forth to all the different levels. And, ooh. Oh, hey, yeah, I forgot, and I didn't find this stuff, and I didn't find that stuff. And, ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I got bogged down in that. Um, but I pretty much got everything there. Pretty much knocked out every single thing, except for the last mission <laughs> and the challenges. And I just started playing some of the challenges, because those are actually really fun. I didn't even touch those. <laughs> oh, my God, they're really, really fun. I could see where, you know, deeper into them, I'm wondering if they're going to be those ones where I get just frustrated and annoyed at them. But if not, I'm going to play through all those challenges. And I could potentially have a platinum on this, too. Oh, boy. Um, 
Depends. It depends on how annoying the challenges are. But I got everything. I got all the film reels. I got all the diaries. I got all the eggs. I got everything. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, that was cakewalk compared to Just Cause. <laughs> um, speaking of like the eggs, there's 50 eggs, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. And I got the last one. It said 50 of 50. Did and it say bling, something about I got the trophy. Um, cool Hand Luke? Mm, I don't think so. Oh well, I he, know what you're saying, but well, because he yeah, ate the 50 eggs in the movie, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of which, one of the trophies, if you blow up like 250 items, which of course I was blowing up shit left and right, <laughs> you get that trophy, and it says he hates these cans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just made me <laughs> laugh my ass off. <laughs> That's from the jerk. If if anybody missed that reference. Really Brilliant Steve Martin movie. Um, but the weird thing is, I got all the eggs, and then I'm, you know, dicking around, I'm cruising through this level, and I'm like, hey, wait, look at that, what's that? <gasps> Another egg. Really? What? Well, what happens when I get that? And I picked it up, and nothing. It didn't even acknowledge that I got it. <laughs> I was wow. like, well, that was weird. <laughs> so there's at least 51 eggs. There might be more than that, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's it a scam. There's like 70 of them, but they just tell you there's only 50. Exactly. They're just being and lazy it, about it. It doesn't acknowledge anything past 50 anyway, so... <laughs> You're good. You got enough. Of, you got them all. Yeah. Oh, that's just sloppy. <laughs> it was weird, yeah. And, you know, I don't know if they did that for people who might have missed one somewhere or, or whatever, but... Or maybe it's just a mistake. Yeah, it's just weird. Or sloppy. Um, yeah. But I really do love the story. Really, really cool. Yeah, um, it is. It's really neat. Yeah. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, so I'll probably finish that up sometime in the next week or two. Um, and that was it for games. I went to a Phillies game last weekend. My first Phillies game of the season. Nice. I uh, went with my dad. It was standing room only. It's the first time I've had that. And it was alumni weekend, which was pretty freaking awesome actually i missed the game actually the the game the next day got rained out anyway but that's when they were unveiling the harry callis statue oh. um he's the guy that that was the voice of the phillies for my entire life and uh he also is the voice of nfl films uh that's where people would recognize him hell yeah and He's just got such a great delivery. He was just the guy, and he died a couple years ago, um, right after they won the World Series uh, in 2008. And they just put up this like seven foot statue uh, right inside the park in uh, in left field, I guess it is. Uh, it's really cool. So. I'm excited. The next game I go back down to standing room only again. <laughs> I'm going to get to see it. Um, but we, we stood in direct center field for the first couple innings, like right up on the railing, leaning over and watching everything. And then we decided to move around the stadium and, and check some other areas out. And man, up on the second or third level, like down the first baseline, that's even more awesome. Really? For standing room. Oh, it's amazing the view you get from up there. I've never been up there at all. I've never had tickets up there. And I was just like, wow. So next game, I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. But 
you know, before the game, they, they had actually brought out all these players, former players from seven decades of Philly's teams, and the oldest guy wow. was 95 years old. Wow. And then there was the guy that, when you were a freshman, he was a senior and he used to beat you up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you meant by alumni, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was cool, though. I mean, seeing all these all these former players and seeing like some of the big, big names in Philly's history and the guys I grew up watching when I was younger and just the huge, huge players. It was really cool. Um but that was that. And on the baseball kick, uh, AMC or one of those channels the other night had a league of their own on. Awesome. And I love that freaking movie. Yeah. love that so much. It's about um, women's professional baseball in the 40s. Like during World War II, they were talking about shutting down Major League Baseball because all the guys were off fighting the war. And they started up a women's baseball league. And it actually was somewhat successful. And that's what this whole movie is about. Yeah. Um, Penny Marshall directed it. Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> and a lot of that was and down in like southern Wisconsin and you know Illinois and Iowa. Uh, it was in Kenosha and Racine. You know, I lived in Kenosha for a few years. And mm-hmm. uh, it had a really rich history. And, and they show it in the, in the museum, the, the Major League Baseball Museum. Uh, they showed in the movie, but there's a whole section in that museum about that league. Yeah. Great movie. Tom Hanks, Gina Davis. Um, Lori Petty. John Lovitz. Bill Pullman. Yep. It's Bill Pullman, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is our Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people in it, and it's such a good movie. It's yeah. funny as hell. And it's dramatic as hell at times. I and mean, Madonna, you know, really stretched out her acting chops yeah. by playing a whore. Yeah. So <laughs> very different than what yep. she's done. Kind of like Courtney Love when she played a heroin addict. Yeah. Just the the the, the depth of the, of the acting talent yeah. just shines through in that movie. Excellent movie, though. If if <laughs> even if you're not interested in baseball per se, it's just a it's a really neat historical type of story. But it's like I said, it's funny as hell. Yeah. You got Tom Hanks, who was sort of a washed up minor league baseball player. No, he was who's a, major a league drunk. Briefly, yeah. Um, but he's a drunk, and he doesn't want to do it, and he doesn't believe that girls can play baseball anyway, and it just. He's a source of a lot of humor in the movie. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> and my sci-fi channel shows that oh you know I've been letting them build up like Warehouse Thirteen and and um, Eureka and all those, and I didn't get back to those. But I finally am starting to watch the last half of season three of Sanctuary, hmm. which I do enjoy. It's not anything i expected it to be it's really really neat because it messes with history you know it's it's basically if you don't know anything about it it's a sanctuary where they there's abnormals out in the world which are sort of we call it cleveland's yeah (laughs) (laughs) right they're basically they're basically mutants um and there's this sanctuary that was created to, you know, keep these mutants safe from society and society safe from these mutants at the same time. But as you get deeper into the the story, as you get deeper into the first three seasons, you find out that the people running it and, and the people that 
are involved on the edges of it and everything are famous people from history. And there's a deeper story there. There's Nikola Tesla. There's Jack the Ripper. Uh, there's all these really famous people and why they're living so long and how they came to be a part of this is all part of the story. And it's really kind of neat. Hmm. So yeah, I'm in the last half of season three and I'm almost done with it and I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a neat story. It's got, um, what's her face who played Samantha Carter on Stargate SG one forever. Um, Oh, Amanda tapping. Yeah. Amanda tapping, but now she's got the show too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of her baby. And she started it, I think, as a web series and then got it picked up as a real TV show. Um, but she's got black hair in this and she has a British accent, so you completely forget the Stargate character entirely cool. pretty quickly. So, yeah, it's a good show. Uh, worth checking out if you're into that kind of thing, any kind of sci fi or weird stuff. It's got some good humor in it and it's neat. Cool. Good, good cast. And that's it. All right. Joel? What was her name? Amanda Tapping? Yeah. Amanda Tapping. Amanda Tapping, Harry Callis. It's just, I, I think the porn name theme is kind of this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was be. just thinking, Harry Callis, no disrespect to the man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan also, just even from a, a distance. You must be a really cool dude to live your life as Harry Callis and not have it be a big deal. Well, yeah. you know? his voice got him away with it, I think. Yeah, so his voice is just voice. so distinctive. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty it's cool. awesome. So growing up, the kids are like, "Aha, Harry Callis." He's like, "You listen here, people." <laughs> like, oh, never mind. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I've I went also went to a Brewer game, had some really good seats, and saw a triple play. Nice. That was the second time I've seen a triple play live, which is actually pretty incredible to see two of those last time somebody pulled it on us though so it was nice to see it actually us getting the triple play this time that's pretty cool yeah very cool they yeah. are rare yeah they are this was it was the dodgers and i think the dodgers just didn't do a very good job running the bases to be honest because we got a we got a double play and then the guy is like still trucking it to home so they just threw it to home and got him it's like dude why are you running what are you doing? <laughs> well, you know, so, that's kind of a gimme. Thank you, Dodgers. Thanks, LA. Do you, do you remember there was a couple years ago, I think it was Mickey Morandini when he was playing for the Phillies, second base. He had an unassisted triple play. Oh, yeah. There were guys on on first and second, and they both took off. It was like a hit and run. They both yeah. took off running, and he caught the ball. It was a it was sort of a line drive and he caught it in the air, stepped on second and then just tagged the guy coming at him from first. Yeah. So he got an unassisted triple play and then he kind of threw the ball back to the mound and they were all like, what, what did you do? Where's the ball? He's like, what? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he just picked up a ball later and he's like, this will be the ball. <laughs> oh, jeez. They're like, that's, that almost never ever happens in baseball in the no, history of very, baseball. Very it's one of the, I mean, a, a unassisted triple play is one of the most rare things. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. It's actually a weird game. We had like three or four double plays also. This is kind of a weird game. But, hey, it was a good time. We uh, had a cards night this last weekend with the guys. One of the guys was Bill, the infamous PS Nation writer, of course. <laughs> I think he's still and a myth. 
He, he just might be. I think you were just doing a voice on the live show. That's right. That's actually my pen name, Bill. No, I wish. <laughs> wish you I have could, a pen name, wish, Bill? <laughs> wish I could write as good as Bill. Or as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I realized it after I said it. Thanks for the correction. <laughs> we'll leave him with the English degree. There you go. <laughs> so uh, after cards night, we were planning this big Mortal Kombat tournament. And, of course, we played cards for way too damn long, so we never got to Mortal. <laughs> By the time we finally got to Mortal, everybody was party poopered out and was leaving. Ooh. So uh, me and my buddy, we drove together. We came back here and played two hours of Mortal after the card night. So got my Mortal in. and Now he's addicted, so I'm trying to get him to go buy the game. That's awesome. Yeah, he's that's Mike from It Is Written, the drummer. So once that guy gets going on something, he's you know being a drummer and being really rhythmic with his hands. Yeah. Holy shit! So he started figuring out the moves like, he's like dude, damn you! <laughs> <laughs> Can I be good at one thing? You're a but dick. Talking trash on Twitter, and the guy never goes on Twitter. I mean, I, I never see him on there. So I like send him a, a little. T- I basically talk smack over Twitter, like, yeah, it was nice kicking your ass last night. I think I think won like 30 matches in a row or so. I don't know. We just went for a long time. And then sure enough, he's on Twitter. He's like, well, if you give me a chance, I actually can get pretty good at the game. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'll talk back. So now, <laughs> I, now he'll be buying it for sure, now that I've got him all uh, upset on Twitter about my kicking his ass. Way to go. Nice. Yeah, tried out the new Freddy Krueger character. Really not that exciting. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. expensive, too. Yeah, it's five bucks. That's crazy. But you can get that four pack for fifteen, though. Oh, goody! Well, you're saving five bucks. Fifteen bucks. I've been buying them all, so I, I haven't. You know, I guess good mm. things come to those that who wait. Like I could have got a little bit of a deal there had I waited, but I have all four downloadable characters so far. Yeah. And this mm. is probably my least favorite of of the downloadable characters. I mean, it's cool that it's Freddy Krueger and everything, but as far as playing with them and the moves and stuff, it's probably my least favorite DLC character so far. Hmm. Okay. It's all right. Then I pulled out the 3DS, dusted it off, plugged it in, charged it up. <laughs> Wanted to get Wait, into... That doesn't hold a charge for three years like the DS? Actually, I think it will hold the charge. I don't, because I, don't... I haven't... Wait, let's do a test. Let me pick <laughs> up my DS. The last time I played it was years ago. I don't know. Let me say. No, the DS hey, will hold the charge. Right. I, think right the, I think the 3DS <laughs> will hold a charge if you don't leave it on all the time because it does that Game Pass stuff. Yeah, I usually leave my 3DS in sleep mode where it's sort huh. of powered. It's powered on, but it's it's not off, yeah. so it can still receive data. And then it eventually will just the battery will run out when I leave it in that mode. If, well, I, power, my, if I power it down, it might hold its charge better. But the 3DS, yeah, my, I mean, it's no secret. The thing does not have a very long battery life. No, nah, it's like That's, four or five hours. Specifically when you're playing it, it's very short battery life. My yeah. PSP is always dead every time I pick it up, too. So I don't, I don't think that thing holds its charge No, it a doesn't. super long time. No. This DS, the DS holds a charge forever. I know. It's that insane. and the Game Boy Advance. Like, or not the GBA, but the GBA SP. My battery lasts forever on that thing, too. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah. But the thing is, the 3DS would hold it if you don't leave it in sleep mode. If you just turn it off... I think it uses basically the same battery tech as the the, the DS. Probably. Mm. Yeah, I use the sleep mode just so I can get the incoming Street Pass BS. Because yeah. <laughs> enough people walk by his house 
with their with their 3ds turned on and that they're close enough to the house for it to pick up to leave it in sleep yeah, mode. Yeah, down that cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Exactly. You know, I've actually taken that thing with me to, like, go to work or something. <laughs> and just driving down the road, I'll get people. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so you do get, believe it or not, in the cul-de-sac, yeah, probably not a lot of activity. Uh, Keep okay. telling the neighbor kids to go buy one. Like, hey, let's the street pass, man. Go get one. Yeah, and then okay. they call the cops and the explain creepy guy. To me, <laughs> explain to me what does this what does that do for you? What what is the street pass? Because everybody was all giddy about it when it first came out, but I don't understand what it does. Not much. <laughs> it's another friend that you meet. It's like your your me plaza. But I think you when you play like some it's like kinda on the Wii, where when you play some games it integrates all these Wii or all these Mii's into it. So now yeah, it's just not random me's, it's these people that you've got their street pass. Okay, so it's these people you don't know that you just happen to pass at some exactly. point and you didn't even know you passed them. It's, until it's like three collecting hours Pokemon, later. dude. You gotta collect them all. <laughs> it's like there's a Jeez. meta game in there though, where you're it's like a really tiny little RPG, basically, where you take your little character and you go through these dungeons, or it's like a dungeon crawl, and the more street pass guys you get, the more stuff you can do in that game. Ooh. Yeah. If I explain it, you'll it'll it'll seem stupid that I even keep it on. So <laughs> For the you first don't want to explain time, it to me because you don't want me to make funny. Actually, allows you to have an integrated friends list. Basically, everything's tied t- together for once. So, <laughs> Too bad there's no games for to play. Nintendo. That's right. <laughs> so I played on it. Uh, now that I've fired it back up, it's been a while. So there's been some updates to it. Uh, most notably, you can get at the store now. Finally. And if, if you had a DS previously, you can transfer some of your game saves over. So I moved over my game saves and I played Trajectile, which I'm now again addicted to. Man, I should have hit. I should have hid that game for myself. Like I've mentioned this game before. It's by Q Games. It's for the DS, obviously. It's through the store, but it's just a. It's a quirky little title that is thoroughly addictive. I love it. So basically, you're uh, you got puzzles that you're you're aiming your ships at, and it's kind of like bust a move where you're, you you aim at it and then you release it and shoot it up. Hmm. But it's uh, it's kind of ha- partially a shmup and partially a puzzle game at the same time. Although more of a puzzle game than it is a shmup. Right. But it's, but it's really cool. And it's fucking hard. Damn, is it hard. <laughs> <laughs> there's just got to be like a hundred levels on there. There's so many levels and different classes. The bronze, the silver, the gold. A uh, good thing, though, my wife is now addicted to it, so she'll probably keep it from me, and I probably won't play it a whole lot more. Because every time I want to play anything, I end up grabbing this thing and sitting watching the Brewer game and just playing the little handheld. <laughs> so it's keeping me away from my PS3, damn it. There you go. I'm, ad- I'm addicted. And then I downloaded the, the uh, 3DS version of Excitebike, which is Excitebike in 3D. And guess what, kids? It's Excitebike in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> What did you expect it to be? I don't know, but the 3D is not all that exciting. <laughs> so it's excite, uh, so it's not just a clever name. No. Oh, well, you can see your lanes. You know, now the lane at the bottom is closer to you than the lane at the top. It's like reality excite bike. It's, it's just but, amazing. All right. Did either of you guys try the that excite bike thing on the Wii? The remake. Oh yeah, I played it. Yeah. Was it any good? No. no. Crap. Really, I mean, the second it, one was okay. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. Hmm. Yeah. No, this is the original old crusty Excite bike. Yeah. Well, that was fun. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, it was fun back in the day, but then it got boring even then. Yeah, it's it's getting boring now too. But it was free, so hey, downloaded it. Cool. Yeah, and then I went for uh, I went into home, but I will talk what? about that later. <laughs> That's about it. Just a lot of handheld sitting in front of. There's a pennant race going on. Something the brewers aren't in too often. So I'm kind of yeah, yeah, soaking that up. Shut up, Josh. Soaking that up. <laughs> so I'll actually watch the Brewer game, then I'll go over to my MLB uh, app on my PS3, and then I'll watch right now the Pirates and the Cardinals are playing. So I'll actually go back and watch that, and because they talk about the Brewers the whole time and whine how they're getting their asses kicked, which I love listening to. <laughs> well, you know, uh, who is this? Jason, Jason Williams over on Facebook uh, posted on my wall today and said, Screw PS Nation, Chicago-hating shit-talkers. Can you say boycott? <laughs> so I responded with, now you know how we felt back in 85 and, um, uh, like, what, 1930? <laughs> so that's about it for me. Not a lot of not a lot of gaming, just trajectile for hours on end and more Mortal Kombat. Oh so I gotta, next week I'll have Call of, Call of Juarez. Yeah. That new game. You're never, you're, you know how you always talk about how you can't sit and just play a game for hours on end like Josh and I can? Mm-hmm. That's about to change, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll have to have my wife tie me to the couch. <laughs> hey, we don't want to hear about your games with your wife. Yeah, really? Yeah, that, we, we don't want just, to hear that kind of stuff. It just gave me other ideas, so I guess yeah. I'll be playing Call of War as. Wow. All right. <laughs> so let's nice. take a break, our uh, much-needed break. Oh, my God. Uh, and when yeah. we come back, we'll talk a little bit about PlayStation Home. Uh, a little explanation of what Extra Life is. we got a couple emails of people that haven't been around very long asking what it is. Uh, our contest winner uh, will kind of mention a web, a couple website things, emails and voicemails, and we'll get the heck out of here. Uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. back and uh due to requests from multiple people we figured we'd talk a little bit of home tonight uh and the funny thing is i just went into home i didn't even think anything about this whole push of ours to go into home and, and kind of check things out i just went in <laughs> so, well done there There's you no go push. we go there every week <clears throat> yeah anyway what so, uh, well, I, I didn't do a lot. I, I, uh, I went into the Gamescom space. I don't know if you guys went into that at all. Did not. I did. There were only three trailers running. <laughs> yeah, I was a little... three trailers. I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah. And then the, sitting there watching them and uh, kind of felt a little gypped. Yeah, I was so hoping to see, one... like, the, the Resistance gameplay, for example. I was hoping to see that in there, and that wasn't there. 
they had a big screen up there that I thought that they were going to show all the stuff from the conference, and the damn thing just sat there and said media loading the whole time. Uh, but the trailers they showed were uh, Little Big Planet for Vita. Uh, they showed Reality Fighters, which we saw at E3, and um, Hustle Kings. Hustle Kings, which my God, that still has the worst theme song. Ever. <laughs> Thank God that game has custom soundtracks, but that that sound that, that theme song they have it sounds like a really crappy like Genesis music from back in the day. You know, with with it's not even <laughs> nice. digital sound. It's just this. It's terrible. It's awful. When did you guys look at that? Was that after the conference? Yes. Yes. Okay. No, we I went in before. During the conference, no, see, I actually went in a day before the conference, and I was hoping that I was time warping, and that they would show me the conference that hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. Yes, it was after. <laughs> yeah, the bad part about the European conferences is I'm at work when that shit's going on. Yeah, how, dis- how distracting! And then I didn't even realize it until like two hours later. I fired up Twitter like on break and saw like 400 freaking tweets. <laughs> like, oh, what I mi- oh shit, I missed it. Oh my god, Vita Vita price dropped to fifty dollars when it launches. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't I, realize it. I just happened to be working from home and I saw all the tweets and I was like, ooh, hey, nice. And yeah. Then right in and had I, it uh, I luckily had my tablet with me, so at lunchtime I. Got on our shitty wireless and finally got it up and running and uh, got to watch about half an hour of it because it started 20 minutes late, as uh, pretty much any Sony conference does, except for the last one at E3. Uh, so I got to see some stuff. I didn't get to see Resistance on screen or anything like that. I had to watch it later. But I was really shocked. I mean, they did some stuff at Gamescom last year, but this year they really like went all out. Yeah. It was a really good conference. <laughs> I wonder if that space was set up like E3, where it was meant to mimic sort of the booth that they had there. I, wasn't I hope able, not, because that's I tiny. Had, it was pretty small. Yeah, and the why is it that all those booths, and oftentimes even in person, they all look like dance clubs? There's all sorts well, of like neon on the wall. And, it's Europe. <clears throat> Isn't that what every, well, every place in Europe is like? I saw pictures from two of the areas <laughs> at Gamescom. I... It doesn't sound like they had that set up in in the home space, from what you guys are saying, because yeah. the resistance one was all white and orange and like a almost like a warehouse wall and everything, and the TV was built into the wall and uh, the ratchet and clank all for one. They had little boats that people. Literally, every TV had its own little boat in front of it, and people were sitting in it with these big straw hats on playing the game. <laughs> well, and the, uh, the the Uncharted 3 one was kind of set up like an Arabian tent. You know, like those really big tents with the the different rugs on the floor and, and pillows to sit on, that kind of thing. I saw so pictures cool. of that. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, neat. They had none of that set up in this space. It was all pretty much... It, the space looked so much the same that I was getting... Con- Fused where I was walking around, like wait, I just watched this video. Okay, go over here. Wait, I just watched this. <laughs> I video. just saw these videos. What the? Wait, I'll go over here. See, no, same videos. Now you know what? I'm wondering if the European home space had a better setup. Well, they because were streaming they the, the conference live in that one. I don't know if they they streamed it in the U.S. one. Hmm. You would think they. I mean, if they're going to have a Gamescom space 
in home in the U.S. that they would have everything that the other one had. Well, I would think so. You think they'd share the resources like that? You never know. I don't know. I mean, we're talking about Sony Europe. Well, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Sure. Yeah, so no, so, I, so I messed around on that for a while, watched the trailers and said, wait, I've already seen them all, so I left. Uh, went over and played some Sodium 2, which is, again, especially for being on the home platform, insanely impressive. Uh, if you like Wipeout, you're definitely going to like it. And uh, then I went over to the Nova Prime space and uh, played that, so it's kind of an overhead, like three-fourths overhead perspective shooter, uh, space shooter. And uh, you start off with a main cannon up front, and you also have a turret cannon that you control with the right stick. Uh, it's pretty cool. It, it's it's very cinematic. Uh, it, it looks great. It sounds great. It controls well. It's it's quite fun. And you can keep going up in levels. You get new ranks and that kind of stuff. I think some of the higher up stuff is is premium content that you got to pay for. But uh, to start the game off, it's all free. So you can definitely check that out pretty easily. And uh, also there's a new Dead Island space that you can get your picture taken with all these monsters and everything. It's pretty cool. And that's yeah, what was up plaza. with that? I, speaking of uh, funky navigation, I couldn't find that area. It's in the it's in the central plaza, so you just have to go there. That's where I went. I still couldn't find it. Where was it in the central plaza? Um, I kept walking around. Over by <laughs> like, that thing. I don't know. <laughs> like, where is it? And then I'd go, to the, I'd go to the nav spot, and I'd say, okay, well, just take me right there. And it's like, you are there. I'm like, what? <laughs> I would assume it's... If you walk around and you walk past the mall and past the theater and past, like, the bowling alley, it would be the next spot because that tends to be where they put a lot of those things. Yeah, over by the big screen. I don't remember where it was anymore, but I don't I'll have to go back and look. It. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good advice. That's Thank you. Neat. This is why we, this is why this segment's going to be helpful, at least to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to know what the attention. hell's going on. <laughs> I wanted to check that out though because I've been hearing good things about that and it looked like it'd be pretty cool I just couldn't find it so then I ended up playing Saucers in the middle there nice <laughs> that's a fun game actually yeah not too bad yeah that's about all I did though I, I um, went and checked out my apartment and I gotta do more stuff in there or whatever but and I changed because uh, my, my my loadout was kind of lame so I, uh, I went and put on a Gran Turismo 5 helmet now and I've <laughs> And I wasn't going to have... I have this little Hudson Wait, fan. What? It was lame? It okay. was lame. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I had this little Hudson fan in my hand, you know, and I, I carry on this little Hudson fan. And, uh, you know, I, over the time, I, I, somehow I've acquired uh, the, the, the dual lightsabers. And I was going to put those on, and I'm like, but I miss Hudson. So I kept the Hudson fan. So I've got my, my Gran Turismo helmet on, and I've got my PS Nation Trophies Yo shirt. And uh, the Hudson fan. So there you go. Yeah, I've also got my Trophies Yo shirt on. I saw that Dead Island had some in the store. They had a headless corpse outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a little, that's tempting. I'm like, ooh. Because I, I haven't done my face up right. I could spend some more time on that. I've been sort of lazy with making my character look like me. So this <laughs> headless corpse idea is perfect. Yeah, so... I don't know. That, that's about it for me. I don't. I don't know what you guys did. Yeah, that's it for me. That's just uh, that's it. Oh, saucers <laughs> and Gamescom and getting generally confused as to where stuff is. But now, now well, that I, you know, now that I know that I just walk past those three areas and get to the next spot, that helps. I went in and I saw something about 
Ooblog's Alien Casino. Yeah, I got in there and didn't know what the hell to do. Well, you go in there and there's basically tables set up and it's a dice game. Well, it's crap. And there's a lot of... In- huh? It's crap. Well, but it's alien craps. <laughs> so it's different rules? Or is it just so craps? it's craps with three boobs, basically. Oh, um, one on the back for dancing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's different. It's got slightly different rules, and that's the thing. It's got a twist to it. So, you know, it tells you all the different rules, and you can play it, and that's all cool. But just for going in there, you get that table for free oh. that you can go put it in your apartment. I, it said have, I had an item, so maybe I have to go look at yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It's that table. So you can set that table up in your apartment and bring people in and just play there or just sitting there out by yourself and play. I can know? put it on my catamaran where you can watch shared videos. Indeed. Ooh. So that's kind of a neat thing. I, I checked that out and I was like, so I got a free dice game. That's awesome. So, you know, I set that. I went back to my um, back to my summer home and decided to set that up. Um, and I also, I found out Scribble Shooter is in there for sale and it's actually in the PlayStation store. Yeah. If you just go into the store and there's like a home thing in the, yeah. you know, latest updates, Scribble Shooter is available. It's six ninety nine, which I was like, yeah, but worth it. Tempted. It is. Yeah. I mean, I thought about it for a minute and then I was like, well, you know, I'd be buying a nine ninety game, nine ninety nine game, on the store anyway to play. Outside of home, this is an awesome game. Full, you know, full length, good game for six ninety nine. That you can only play it in home, but you can play it. So, yep. So I did buy that, um, and then when I started to set things up, you know, because I was I already have in that summer home upstairs. I've got the Dig Dug cabinet and the Galaga, the Pac Man cabinet, and the whatever from the Namco collection. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Um, so they're all up on the one wall, and I'm like, "Ooh, now I can put my Scribble Shooter cabinet right next to it. I'm building a whole arcade. This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> and I have a Dragon's Lair cabinet as well i'm like where the hell did this come from did you buy that game or something i bought the game i'm wondering if that came as part of the game and i didn't even know about it no it didn't because i got that too and i I didn't buy the game so i think it might be one of the codes that we got huh remember we got weird we got some really nice codes that had a ton of stuff in there i wonder if yeah i didn't expect that at all but of course that's one of those things see i'm wondering you didn't buy the game so i'm wondering how that'll work for you because you go to play the arcade machine and like the Namco ones, hmm. yeah, it know. sends you out to the XMB, you know, all in the background. It's all black screen now. Stupid. And you I play the sp- real game. I bought Space Ace. Maybe they'll give me a, a hookup. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you should try that because I really would like to see what happens if you try to play that. Um, okay, I'll try it. And, and that's one of the things that, you know, it's really neat. And that's one of the reasons they got rid of the playstation 3 and the sound when you start up a game because they want it to be seamless when you do the arcade game and you jump out and you start playing it on the xmb the only problem is getting back to home yeah and that's that's where things get a little clunky because you hit the playstation button it says return to home so you say yes 
and then basically home boots up all over again. Yeah, all it's doing is is killing one step for you, and that is quitting the game and launching home from the XMB. It's just doing yeah. that automatically for you. Yeah. I don't and know why that's not playable in home somehow. Because, I mean, I've had that Namco collection for a while. I had the Japanese one for a while, too, and or mm-hmm. for way before yeah. that one. And it was always, you know, you would think that, especially a game that small, in terms of memory and everything else, like uh, a Galaga or Pac-Man or whatever, that you should just be able to go to the arcade machine and just freaking play it. Yeah. You know, uh, that's frustrating. Yeah, that's one of the things, since it's still uh, in beta, I'm wondering if that's something that they will fix uh, going forward, if they'll try to do something about that and, and sort of clean that up and make it a much more seamless I would like to uh, see back that. and forth. It would be cool, because it's really neat setting up those arcade cabinets in there and being able to just jump into a game. Uh, I did play Scribble Shooter. I you know played past the first level, finally. How many tries <laughs> did it take you? Just kidding. Uh, one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since we could never play past the first level uh, in the original setup, but, man, it is a great game. Yeah. Definitely worth the six ninety nine. Awesome, awesome game. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's a shmup that's all hand-drawn, and it's all, like, like kitty hand-drawn. That's what makes it so cool. Hell, yeah. Is there, is there leaderboards with your friends list, too? Yes. Yes. Oh, good. And right now, I am tops, and there's nobody on there but me. (laughs) Well, I'm on call this weekend, which means I have plenty of time to play games because I'll be sitting at home. Oh, crap. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, maybe I should play that a little bit more. Once I got past the first level, I just kind (laughs) of didn't try too hard because it was about 7.15, and we were going to record soon. (laughs) So I stopped. Um but yeah, one of the weird things I found out is that, you know, I set up the Dragon's Lair machine, I set up Scribble Shooter, I set up this Ooblogs uh, dice game, and then I had some other card table, some other poker game, and I went to set that up, and it said, you can only have two active items in this space. And I was like, what? What's an active item? And it doesn't really explain it. Because I got, you know, five arcade machines and a dice game. And it says two active items. Well, which one is active besides, I'm assuming, the dice game? (laughs) (laughs) And there's no explanation as to what is an active item and what is not. And I thought, well, maybe it's just this space. So I went to one of my other apartments where I had a whole wall of arcade cabinets set up. And tried to put things in there, and it said the same thing to me. So, Hmm. really weird. Uh, I don't know what defines an active item, and I wish they would make it more clear. I didn't see anything in the descriptions. Uh, Maybe I missed it. But one of the items I put up, there's like this little mini jukebox-looking thing, and it basically plays chiptune-type music. Yeah. Like 80s chiptune-type music, which is kind of neat. You know, it's a... It's a neat little that's cute. thing if you're having a bunch of people in your apartment. But yeah, that's all I did. So <clears throat> I was just checking out, you know, the free dice game, scribble shooter, things like that, and just messing around in my, my own little apartments there. Sure. Well, and um, if you hate yourself but, enough, by the time this show is out on uh, Friday this week, actually, 
uh, you should be able to go over to the community theater and check out our new episode with uh, coverage from E3 2011 for Rage, Journey, Uncharted 3, and, of course, Starhawk. So you can see that silliness. With some special guest appearances beyond beyond the interviews. Indeed. There are some special guest appearances. You just have to say beyond, don't you? <laughs> uh, don't even. It's infectious. All right. Well, uh, that's it for home. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what Extra Life is. You, you hear me especially talking a lot about Extra Life. Uh, what this is, it's a... Uh, very big charity that was set up about uh, three years ago, or almost four years ago now, by uh, the folks over at uh, Sarcastic Gamer. And what it is, it's our way of trying to help out sick kids in any way we can. And uh, how we do it is with a 24-hour gaming marathon. Uh, so this is our fourth year they're gonna, we're going to be doing it. It's going to be October fifteenth, two 2011. We're going to be starting at 8 o'clock in the morning and going until 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Uh, So what we do is we're going to have a page set up. I'm probably going to do all that this weekend. Uh, We're going to have a page set up for our... Well, we're going to have a Retroids team, and then we have smaller, quote-unquote, players or, you know, teams of people underneath the Retroids umbrella. And uh, uh, just like last year, we're going to be teaming up with uh, our friends over at Gamers Only Older. Uh, So Scott, Adam, and Leo. friends is... Well, acquaintances, maybe. Yeah. We're, we're kind of people yeah. we know. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, kind of know. Uh, so we're going to be team up with those guys. We call ourselves Retroids North, of course, uh, because we don't recognize Canada as anything. And <laughs> it's America's hat. Yeah, pretty much. It's America's chapeau, if you'd like. Uh, and Florida is America's wang. Yeah. So I don't know who else from Retroids is going to be doing it this year. I, I really have no idea. Uh, we would love it if anyone wants to join in with us, uh, even if you're not here in Wisconsin. If you want to join in with us, uh, you can you can actually just join the Retroids team, and we'll have all that information up on our Extra Life page, which we'll be putting up pretty soon. And uh, basically, you can either just donate a flat amount of money. So if you want to throw in fifty bucks, whatever you donate fifty bucks, and this all goes toward Children's Miracle Network. One hundred percent of the money goes to Children's Miracle Network. Uh, so you can either you know just throw in whatever or you can like do kind of like when your friends do marathons, like real marathons, because you know we're I'm a fat gamer, so I don't like run. Not well, maybe if somebody chases me with a gun, but that that's about it. So we're gonna do 24 hours of gaming. So you can do like pledge two bucks an hour for 48 bucks for the whole thing, and it works out like that. So uh, we haven't set our goal yet. Last year, Retroids as a whole, we raised over fifteen thousand uh, dollars making Retroids. Uh, the biggest moneymaker out of all non-Sarcastic Gamer teams. Uh, so last year there were over 2,000 teams and Retroids was number one. And we beat IGN. We kicked, their, we kicked IGN's ass so bad, IGN ain't doing it this year. <laughs> I kid you not. I love that. IGN is not doing it this year. <clears throat> so they don't, I don't know care what about is. kids. I think they're just afraid of us. Yeah, it has nothing to do with, with helping kids or anything else with IGN, I guess. It's just that they got beat by little old Retroids. So... Yeah. Anyway, so no, I mean, this is all about the kids, and I mean, you have to have the competitive spirit. We're gamers; we like breaking each other's balls and everything. But at the end of the day, this is all for the kids. And uh, last year, we played for uh, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. I, I believe this year we, we kind of have to take a team vote. Uh, but this year, since we're doing it up here, I'd like to actually try to play for St. Joe's Hospital here in Marshfield. Uh, that's the hospital I worked at. That's where I got involved with Children's Miracle Network originally, and and that's 
kind of the motivation that I have for wanting to do this so much. So uh, uh, we haven't made that decision yet, but it's either going to be that one or Children's Hospital of Wisconsin again. So, uh, But all the money, go, like I said, 100% of it goes to Children's Miracle Network. So there's no overhead or anything like that. This is all volunteer. Uh, so what we do is uh, what kind of sets Retroids North apart is that we do a, a raffle every year. So uh, and we don't have all the details yet. We'll probably do the, the, the amounts like we did last year. But if you throw in 10 bucks, you get a raffle ticket. If you put in 100 bucks, I think you get like 40 raffle tickets or something. I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me. The The Sunday after... We take all these raffle tickets. We get them all together. Or actually, did we do it? We did it the day after, didn't we, Joel? Or we do it the week after? No, the week after. Yeah, week the weekend later. after because we have to get I everything together. Uh, so we have to get everything <clears throat> together and get all the names attached to the, the raffle numbers and everything else. It's a lot of clerical work, but uh, we draw the names out, and you win, you can win some really kick-ass prizes. Last year we had a ton of games, a ton of uh, T-shirts, different swag. We had a PlayStation Move Pack with Sports Champions and Move Controller. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. So this year, um, we're going to be doing the same. I'm already out there soliciting stuff for uh, prizes. Uh, we're going to handle shipping a lot different this year. Uh, we're actually going to pre-package all of the uh, the, the uh, prizes. So if you win multiple prizes, you're going to get multiple packages more than likely. But we're going to pre-package everything, and they're going to be ready to go out the door like the day we pick the names. We're going to hopefully get all the labels made and get them out the door like everything at once. So that's the plan because... Uh, uh, admittedly, we have not handled the shipping very well, and you know it's growing pains for us. Uh, one thing that I'm trying to do this year, and I don't know if it's going to work out, uh, so I don't even want to talk about it, but I have another thing that we might do. Uh, Scott from uh, Welcome to the Goo last year actually built a custom arcade joystick uh, for fighting games and everything, and that was kind of the grand prize. Basically, whoever donated the most money uh, won this custom-made stick, one of a kind. And uh, Timothy P. Lawrence won it last year, and he actually brought it to a live show. It was really, it's really kick-ass design. Uh, so, <laughs> that was so crazy. That was nuts. <laughs> it just, it suddenly showed up in L.A. Hey, remember this? Whoa, I yeah, remember I, that I, thing. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and it was really cool last year. I mean, that, that really, it, it was funny because it kind of floated for a while, and we were all watching football on Sunday, and all of a sudden... <laughs> Like, we had this big bidding war between a few people on Sunday night because we ended it at about Ugh. 11 o'clock Sunday night. It was nuts. Yeah. It was like we had slept for 20 hours. We had so much energy. And it was, ugh, it was so cool. So Scott said that he's actually going to do the same thing this year. He's going to build another stick uh, with all new images and everything on it. It's going to be a one-of-a-kind stick again. Uh, this thing's really well built. Scott is is uh, definitely a per- perfectionist, and he does a great job of this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be really fun. So... We try to get as many people involved as possible. We're going to be streaming it live. We're actually looking into having a live stream not only from my house but also from the Welcome to the Goo guys. So we're going to try to have two streams on one page with a chat box and all kinds of stuff. Uh, definitely some new stuff that we're going to try for te- from a technology standpoint this year, uh, like a couple different cameras, that kind of thing. My living room is a little bit smaller than Joel's uh, basement, so we might be able to handle things a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, so here at my house, it's going to be myself and Joel, and then uh, Nine Volt and Cracker Jack are coming, and my buddy Paul from Madison's actually going to come down, or come up, and uh, we're all going to play here and uh, have just a blast, hopefully. It's 24 hours straight of gaming, I'll tell you, folks. It's a blast to watch. We can talk to you. I mean, if you're chat on the chat box, we can definitely talk to you over the mic. Uh, and about 3 or 4 in the morning, it gets pretty funny. It's... Uh, Hopefully, I, I, I told Cracker Jack that he has to bring Def Jam. Uh, 
was rap star again jeff Dan- def jam rap star yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was hilarious when we were about 22 hours in and he's trying to do these like hardcore rap songs <laughs> shit that was awesome last year yeah about three or four in the morning is when you play something like split second and totally then forget you, you ever played it, played it. Where'd I get that trophy from? <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah, always have I'm some not, great stories out of be out there. Yeah, yeah. Josh yeah. is gonna make it, but Josh is doing other stuff for us that weekend. And yeah, New York Comic Con is the exact same weekend, and I'm gonna be at that. And I'll get on and I'll harass them when they're all loopy. Well, the yeah, cool thing definitely is... definitely got to Skype in for sure. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to figure all that out. But the cool thing is the Uncharted 3 multiplayer will be available by then. Yeah. So we definitely need to get some of that going. Uh, so it's a little bit more... Uh, like Kind of like two years ago when we were playing... I probably played 14 hours of Uncharted 2 uh, online. Uh, also, I really like... Since we're going to have enough people in the house, I'd really like to get some Calling All Cars going. So oh. hopefully... Yeah. I, I really hope that four of us can get on and play some Calling All Cars. So uh, we'll be streaming uh, actual gameplay footage over the stream as well. So I'll have the, I'll have the Mac downstairs plugged in and ready to go, and we'll be showing a lot of that stuff. So that's what Extra Life is. I mean, that's kind of an o- overview of what's going on. We'll definitely have the website uh, updated pretty soon in the next few weeks. It's October 15th, so we have a little bit of time. Uh, but you know, start thinking about that. Please clear off your schedule for the 15th if you have a chance. Uh, we We thrive on the number of people that join us on the chat uh, and that play games with us online and you know we we, we shift around our, our friends list quite a bit so we can play with as many people as possible and uh, you know it's all for a great cause you're helping these kids out that are sick that you know they don't deserve to, to put up with what they, what they put up with and uh, hopefully we can help them out enough to make maybe make it not hurt for a couple hours and that's that's a big thing for these kids so uh you know, it, it's it's a very serious thing, but at the same time, we can have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, like I said, the last three years, we've had a great time doing it. And it's not just the people that are sitting at this place playing the games. It's everybody out in our awesome community. Our awesome community that, like we said before, helped us show the big corporate entities that we can make a difference bigger than they can. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm so proud to be a part of that community that that can actually raise more money than anybody else out there. Over 2,000 teams, and we we beat them all. So that's something for everybody to be proud of. Yeah. So uh, it's a great time. We want as many people as possible to join us. If you want to help us out, if you want to join the team or whatever... Shoot us an email. We'll we'll show you what you need to do to join the Retroids team. The Retroids set, uh, site is set up. Uh, if you decide that you want to uh, just do it yourself, uh, when you set your goal, it actually adds to the cumulative goal of the whole team, so just don't go crazy with it. I mean, it's not like you have to reach that goal or whatever. There's no hard and fast rules either. If you want to start at 7 in the morning, go till 7 in the morning the next day, do it. Uh, this is basically just an excuse to play 24 hours of gaming and raise a bunch of money for kids. So uh, it's not like some uh, sergeant's going to show up at your house and go, whoa, 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 it doesn't count. Yeah, it counts no matter what you do. So, all right, enough blubbering. Let's get to our contest winner. Which, uh, yeah, after the show, I had to go find out what the answer was. And I got it that time. I finally <laughs> I emailed you guys. I'm like, oh, here it is. So uh, <laughs> if you watch the video, you'll hear, uh, you'll hear him say, hey, what lap is this? And you'll hear him say, two. 
And uh, for a lot of new people, you might not know where this comes from. This might be a little loud, guys, so uh, be careful. But uh, for a long time, you know, we were talking about on the anniversary of the Dreamcast that the Dreamcast 2 was going to be announced. And our buddy Sam from over at the Amplify Gamers made up this little promo for us. And it has haunted everyone's dreams since, uh, since that fateful day. Mm. So here you go. Classic, classic, classic. (laughs) So uh, that was the answer, Toe. And uh, Josh, I believe, picked out the winner. Yes, randomly. Uh, Let me find that. (laughs) The winner was... (laughs) You only had like three minutes while I was explaining that. Yes. Well, well. you know, I was busy drinking. (laughs) Uh, The winner was... Evil Paper. Evil Who is Paper. EPAC. E-P-A-K 85. Is that Nate? Yeah, 85 <laughs> on the PSN. Um, yeah, he got it. And a lot of people got it, actually. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of entries, and I hit the random.org, and boom, Evil Paper is the winner. Yeah. And I think awesome. voting actually opens up pretty soon here for these people. Uh and, uh, you know, we sent you over to, to uh, Darkside's page. We also had another listener that we actually got to meet out in L.A. when we did our, uh, our live show. And we'll, we'll, we'll put her information in as well in the, in the notes this week as we did last week. Uh, but check out uh, Aries, Game, Aries Gamer Girl. Uh, it's also known as Deanna. She's up there as a contestant as well. But we'll put all that in the show notes. Yeah, she had burgers with us in L.A. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, burgers burger. with us. Well, That's right. not with you. With Josh and I. <laughs> I was there. It's too late for me. Was it a shot? <laughs> yeah, wait. If you didn't need anything, what was all that stuff you threw up the next day? No I kidding. Don't that. <laughs> Dry heaving. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> should have greased up with some burgers. It would have probably worked out better for me, ironically. <laughs> Oh, crap. Uh, I want to see when voting starts, because it's really soon. Oh, voting starts in six days and ten hours. So by the time you hear hours, this, about four oh, more no. days. Yeah, about four more days since when you hear this. So uh, get out there and help our friends out. Show our community why we love our community so much. Get out there and help everyone out. Oh, and also speaking of our community, our, our really good friend, Crescendo Taku, uh, we haven't heard from him much lately because he's been really busy working on a game that I can't believe he's working on. Uh Poor guy, somebody broke into his house and stole all of his games and his system. Oh, <sighs> no, that sucks. Yeah, total bullshit. So, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to you, sir. Hopefully you can uh, get things worked out. But uh, I'm, I'm going to put a link up there. He actually has an album out that's pretty cool. Uh, he has an album that he just put up called Portrait. And I listened to some of it. He actually did everything on the album. So, the next Dave Grohl, maybe. Never know. Never know. Just saying. All right. Are we done with the pimping hour? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, we have something else to pimp. Joel? Well, one one more pimping. (laughs) (laughs) Justin's got his review of Catherine up on the website, and I'd highly suggest if you get a chance, go go hit psnation.org and check it out. It's a good review. Covers it very well. Very well written. And he's, uh, he enjoyed it, so why don't you go read it and check out his score and see what he thought. Of course, you can comment in the thread there as well and get some discussion going about it. Definitely, yeah. 
Uh, I read it, and he actually makes me want to play it even after I didn't like the demo too much because it's not my style of gameplay. But uh, I think the game is really cool, though. Man, it is. The visual style is just really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, on to emails and voicemails. Uh, ooh, we only have three emails this week. Yes. You okay, Josh? Uh, a little drunk. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, we did go. Even though we had no reviews, we still managed to go a decent amount of time here. Oh, so. that happens yeah. all the time. We're such blabber. Josh, mouths. he's just psychic. He like knows. Looks at the yeah. agenda. And, <laughs> yeah, it feels like three is right. Yeah, <laughs> I knew this would be a long one. I'll start. That's what she said. All right. So the first one here is from Leo Wong. And it's, hey, Glenn, Josh, and Joel on a stick. Yo. <laughs> Just wondering if there was any news or coverage of the official Sony PS3 wireless headset at E3. I remember reading about it when it was announced, but I haven't heard anything since then. Is it still being released this September? Thanks, and keep up the good work. Leo, P.S., when are you guys going to start your movie podcast? <laughs> I would totally listen. <laughs> every um, every week, and you have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel, if you would watch something every now and then. <laughs> I do. Um, I do. Not, not as much as you, but I do. You're just not passionate about movies like we are. Oh, I am. Just don't have as much free time, I don't think. No, you have yeah, free time. So you the- just spend it uh, on all your social adventures. So the PS3 wireless headset. Um, that, was that wireless? They, yes. Okay. Because yes. when I that read was that, the I'm whole like, point is that of it wireless. Okay. Yes, that was the whole point of it. That's exactly why I wanted. Dude, it. I you think know how many headsets ugly. we see press releases for every week? Yeah. But this was a big deal because it was cheap, it was wireless, and it was from Sony. And it was ugly. To, yeah, and it's well, it's supposed to be that seven point one also. Yes, yeah. and. We saw it. We physically saw it, yeah. but it was under glass. Yes, it was. <laughs> and it was in this special area. They had all the products, all the PlayStation products out under glass <laughs> in this special area where we went to see the Uncharted behind closed door stuff. Yeah. And we were, we were so quick in and out of there, and I didn't get to take pictures of any of the stuff. And we weren't allowed to touch it. They wouldn't tell us anything about it beyond what has already been announced. So, I don't know. (laughs) As far as I know, it is still coming out in September. Amazon has it ridiculously cheap. Uh, So, if you're considering it, that's the place to get it. I put in a pre-order for it when I saw the price on Amazon, figuring I can always cancel it later or, you know, who knows. I was going to wait and see... If it's any good, because um, you know, you never know. I'll tell I mean, you it is I, Sony, I but will, still, I will send an email tomorrow and ask uh, the hardware PR people if there's any new info, because I'm yeah. not seeing anything on the uh, on our normal places to look. Yeah, they really haven't talked much about it. They announced it, they showed us how ugly it was, and they haven't said anything <laughs> since. <laughs> it is, I dude. Think it was it's, ugly. It looks like there's little PS2s on each side. Oh, it really looks ugly. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Damn it, it looks ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about comfort. It's all Come about on. comfort. They well, that's the big thing. 
how comfortable is it and how well does it work? Because it is wireless, which is a huge, huge plus. But how comfortable is it? Yeah. That's a big thing. So we need to physically get our hands on one, get our heads on one, and try it out. <laughs> yeah, you're not wearing it out and about. At least you shouldn't be. Otherwise, you're a major freaking dork. Well, you might be. Put well, a little antenna on it, just like back in the 70s. <laughs> that was a radio. Nice. Little Mr. Microphone going. Hey, 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 baby, I'll be back later to pick you up. <laughs> I'm looking for it on the page right now. I don't see it anywhere. Anyway, uh, well, we got a, we got two voicemails, so we will. Uh, this first one kind of rambles a little bit, but he's uh, he sent an email after saying, "Oh, you know, sorry for rambling a little bit, but uh, apparently there's been some problems with some newer Blu-rays on some PS3s, especially like Rio and." Uh, He's kind of researched it and found some some interesting ideas, so uh, check this out. Hey, PS Nation. This is your buddy, Jose, from the Bronx in New York. Uh, how's it going? Awesome. Uh, first time caller. Just wanted to give you guys, um, or your listeners, uh, a few pointers of uh, some problems that people have been having on the Blu-ray playback on some of the Blu-rays movies that they be watching, like the skipping and anything like that. But I might find an interesting solution for one of them. Um, my story goes in with um, a Blu-ray reel that I bought um, on Best Buy. And when I brought it home... I brought it home because um, me and my girlfriend, you know, we like watching animations, you know, and stuff like that. But anyway, we was watching a reel and, uh, on the PS3, and it started, the frame started skipping. Like, the audio was still going on, but the, the video was skipping some frame. So anyway, I looked up on some researches on the internet and I found that some people said turn off the 1080p the 24 hertz output for HDMI I've tried that didn't work and uh, I've noticed that when I was playing the, the, the blu-ray actually the the green light from the bottom of the system which is the Wi-Fi it was actually blinking while it was playing the video and uh, I put two and two together, and I was like, hmm. my DVDs used to do that when skipping, when I used to be downloading movies. I'm downloading <clears throat> stuff on my computer. So I was like, so I just tried on the PS3 and on the computer, I, the internet connections for the, to let the Blu-ray connect to the internet. So I just put it to ask me, and I, once I put no, and I played Rio again, and the skipping just stopped. So basically, probably had a glitch on the BD Live or something. But that's about it. Uh, I hope that helps everybody on any Blu-ray problem they may, they may have. That's one of the solutions that I found. And great show. Been a fan since episode. 37. Wow. In a row? 
<laughs> all right, <and> that's it. <laughs> all right, you know it's funny when you mentioned that because I remember the first Iron Man movie when it, when I got it, uh, I threw it in and the and the I don't think they had the servers up and running it for the BD Live stuff, and it just sat and sat and sat at this loading screen for a good five minutes, and I'm like, okay, something's got to be wrong, and I unplugged it from the internet, and boom, this came right up. So yeah. Zach and Mary make a porno still does that on my slim won't do that on the fat, but on the slim, it will, you put the disc in and it says loading and it will never get past the loading screen. So is one on wireless and one wired or something like that? No, they're both wired. I have no idea why there's a difference between the two, but there is. You can only have one. Most routers only let you have one IP in your DMZ. And I wonder if that's the case where one of them is in the DMZ and one's not. Uh, I'd have to look. I don't think either of them. I don't think any of them are in the DMZ. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to look, though. Or like UPMP Might be. is screwed up somehow. Yeah. It's just weird. But, yeah, I, I'd had that problem with uh, Zach and Mary, actually. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. Well, on to the next email. Uh, I guess I'll read this one. He says he'll keep it short, but he's lying. <laughs> so this is from... Uh, Three paragraphs later. <laughs> this is Strife84. And he says, hi, guys. I'll keep it short this time. <clears throat> Bullshit. Episode 227, Joel was asking about what people would like to see in home. When I first logged into home, I had no idea what it was at all. Hadn't heard a thing about it. I had to wonder around... I had to wonder around uh, and play a couple of mini games, but then found the shopping mall. I thought it was the coolest idea. I figured it was basically shopping online, but using your avatar and actually browsing virtual shops. Once I realized it was all virtual clothing and bits for your virtual space, I was pretty <laughs> disappointed with it. Yeah, well. Uh, I don't know if different regions have different versions of home. Yes, they do. But logging in from the UK, one of our retailers had just gone ahead with selling online through home. I checked it out. It was basically their space with pods that you select and it loads a browser page within home and you buy from there. Not quite what I'd hoped for, but it's a start. That's kind of, I don't think any of the ones here do that, do they? No. That's a little weird. Uh, what do you guys think about it? I, I'd like to have actual digital versions of the stores your avatar can walk around, pick up virtual game boxes, read the back of them, view trailers, stuff like that. Have a bargain bin area for sales just like the real store. The version currently up will post the games to your home, but a digital download section would be cool too. Uh, almost exactly like browsing a brick and mortar store just online using your avatar, or am I just really lazy? Wait, all right, stop there. Okay, that's an awesome idea. It is an awesome idea. <laughs> Setting up like a virtual game store in home, where you can do just like he said. You can go up to the box, the same box art that you're going to see in the store. You can look at the back of the box. You can view a trailer on it. You can do all that stuff, and then you can purchase it right there in home and download it. Like it's in the PlayStation Store as well. Great. Right. But there's also this added way of looking at it and buying it in home. That's such an awesome idea. I agree. For sure. Yeah, that's actually. Wonder uh, maybe we have to hand this over to hand this over to the home team see if they have anything like that mm-hmm. in, the, you know, in their ideas here. Uh, secondly, regarding really cool. <laughs> regarding Splinter Cell HD, <clears throat> I brought the or I bought the first one only to find that there's no option to invert the Y axis. <gasps> this is pretty much a game breaker for me. Just can't play it. 
Uh, can't remember if it was the original or not, but I think it's stupid to leave it out, especially when they take the time to put 3D into it. From reading the forums, it seems all three games have no invert Y option, and there's been no reply from Ubisoft that I can see. I know it's not out in the U.S. yet, but what are your thoughts? To me, it's almost like selling you a pen, but saying you can only use your right hand if you're left-handed, it's tough titty. <laughs> Hopefully that was a bit shorter, Danny. Yeah, I actually watched uh, some video of, of uh, I think it was the first game on the HD uh, collection. It's a little wonky. Like, it's. I think they redid some of the assets, but not like fully redid them. Mm-hmm. Like things still kind of look a little blocky and everything, but it's all high def. It, it's almost like when you had a game on your PC, and then you went out and bought a better video card that did better 3D and everything. So you had a, you had a higher poly count and a better frame rate and, and like a better resolution, but it was still kind of not fully like updated textures. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. It looked cool though. The lighting was neat, but then I saw there was one that, this one location where uh, Sam Frisch is walking up to the uh, to like a front porch of a uh, of a building, and his shadow and everything. You know, it's all there, all the really good lighting. And then you get up to the porch, and there's no lighting at all. But then you go inside, and the lighting's there again. It's like <laughs> you you couldn't cast a shadow on the porch. I don't know if that's a, a vampire thing or something, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Must and be he, something to do with those glasses he wears. That might be. Like, that could be. Mm. Yeah. So, no, what is the shit with Ubisoft? Because wasn't it they don't have a Y invert on uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD too? Right. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. They just didn't change it. It is what it is. Now I'm not interested. Yeah, if that's not available on there, that's a big problem because you need to be able to change that. Not everybody can, you know, you've got your own way of doing it. And these games all make allowances for that and they let you invert that stuff. And not being able to do that, being locked into one way, if that's not the way you're used to, you just, you can't get used to it. It just makes the game a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, uh, before we go too far, I, I got the fact sheet for the wireless stereo headset that does the 7.1 virtual surround sound. Uh, there is no date. Oh, it says available September 2011 still for uh, MSRP yeah. of 99.99. That's all it says, September 2011. So I will well, send an email tomorrow, and we'll try to find out for next week's show. That's all I can do. Did you, did you have another voicemail before we read the last email? We do. This one, uh, I think you'll probably recognize this person. Oh. <laughs> Okay, guys, e on here. First off, thank you so much for running that contest. That was awesome. And, you know, I know I said this before, but you've truly got a fan for life, man. Um, so, Glenn, after last week's show, I started scouring old episodes trying to find that sound bite. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have much luck or time for that matter, but I did find a lot of times where either you or Mark would say, Two! Um, I think even one time Josh was like, Just cause two! <laughs> But uh, I was trying to find the actual sound bite. Uh, you should play it again for old time's sake, brother. Uh, I already did. You don't know how many times I've been talking to someone and I'll be all, Kill! And they'll look at me crazy. Uh, my <laughs> wife and son get it, but, you know, they haven't even seen the, uh, or they haven't even heard the, you know, the actual, you know, the original thing from the show. Um, so, yeah, play it. You should play it, man. A couple of times, actually. 
Anyway, um, after searching in vain, I saw in the comments section where you said you ended up finding my subtle shout out after the show. So I'm glad you found. Um, you know, I'm glad you found it, man. Um, so you know what I was going to ask you guys? Do you know of a free video converter that doesn't have that hideous watermark across it? I'm going to actually shoot a second video, um, and that watermark on my video bugs the shit out of me. Um, I'd even reconvert that one if I found a decent program that. Um, that, that can do that for free, but I got to keep it free, dog. So, um, I don't know. Let me know. But anyway, um, oh, by the way, I only left one voicemail and I sent two emails last night. If there was an option um, to review your message, then I would have been all right. I just needed to do another take, yo. But uh, you know what? Reality shows do multiple takes for some scenes, too. Unless it's like Snooky getting blasted in the face or something like that, but... You know, other than that, that shit ain't all in one take, man. I don't even watch that shit, and I know that. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to thank you guys again for the contest. You know, and uh, you know, let you guys know that meant a lot to me. Uh, this is actually the only podcast I've consistently listened to for the Aww. past couple of years, and um, you know, it's actually the only one I'm currently listening to. So, again, keep doing what you're doing. Josh and Joel have proven to be a great addition to the team, and Glenn is awesome as always. So. <coughs> Um, now I'm going to send you like eight emails telling you not to use that voicemail because it sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was 10. Peace out. Phazon.webs.com or Facebook E.Phazon. Hey, PSN no pimping. Dark side. All right. Talk to you guys later. Awesome. Uh, actually, uh, he sent, left this voicemail, so I emailed him, and uh, I've been kind of working with him on the on the video conversion thing. So, uh, if anybody has any good ideas on a, a good free video converter, though, uh, send them over to our, our email, and we'll forward it over to them. Uh, I've mentioned Handbrake, but I don't know what formats uh, they require on the on the tester site, so I'm waiting for that information. So, yeah, he uh, very cool. <laughs> You mean you mean this? Two. It's thinking. You mean that one? <laughs> I said. I said. Very cool. <coughs> nice to hear from him. This next email is also a, a flashback to last week and somebody else that was on this last week's show writing in. So this is funny. Two of those in a row. This one's from Tom Sands, who you may recall from last week, and he writes, "Hey guys, I must share this." In my haste to send out my email last week, I missed labeling my PSN ID. However, you were able to pick it out and joked how it might be a CB handle, I was, which Josh did was hilarious. I was laughing out loud specifically because that was how I got the ID Grey Ghost. That was my dad's CB handle when I was younger. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> Among so your awesome. many other abilities, you can now add psychic. PSN ID Grey Ghost underscore 13. Tom Sands. Oh, shit. That's awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> totally nailed it. Looks like we got ourselves it just a combo. Sounded, it had to be. It, it had to be. Indeed. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just hearing it. <laughs> backer, backer now. 10 4. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. All right. Well, a couple of uh, quick notes. Uh, we talked about fantasy football last week. Holy shit, did it fill up quickly. Um, I'm just talking to the gentleman that's running the, the uh, leagues for us. And he says that uh, the the pay league is actually all filled up. We have three spots left on the uh, free one. And uh, I am actually enrolled in both. So you can come and kick Torgo's ass on either league. 
Uh, but yeah, it, apparently it filled up real quick. So uh, looking forward to this. This is going to be a blast. I think uh, a lot of enth- a lot of enthusiasms there. A little, little bit of enthusiasm, you know, a little bit of enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, we want to talk a little bit about our awesome sponsor, AudiblePodcast.com slash PS Nation. That's right. Yay. Over 85,000 audiobooks for your listening pleasure. You don't have to kill all those trees. You don't have to dry your fingers up by turning the pages or getting little you paper cuts to, here and there and you lose the sensitivity in your fingers. You don't have to hurt your eyeballs. You don't have to keep your eyeballs all squishy yeah. and wet. You can actually listen while you're driving instead of reading while you're driving like I saw in Chicago all the time. <laughs> And you just have to go over to audiblepodcast.com slash psnation, sign up for the 14-day free trial. If you go there through our deal, you get a free book out of the deal. So you pick a book out of that entire library. There's a few that you can't get. Nothing big, though. And you get to grab this book for free. And even if you decide to get rid of the account before the 14-day free trial is up, you get to keep the book. You get to keep it. It's yours. Forever. That's insane. It is insane. And the How cool they thing make is, money? I well, I think it's through volume, really. You know, they lose a few, but they they gain a few, and and they get it through volume. Uh, and the cool thing is, if you cancel that, that guess what? It still helps us. I think we should just have a national audiblepodcast dot com slash ps nation day, and everybody that listens to the show should just go there one day and sign up for the trial, and we can even set up an alarm for you before the fourteen days is up, because that little bit that helps us out. And then we can pay for our hosting. And we could even try to maybe buy PSNation.com off the asshole that's been squatting on it since 2006. And we could go all the way to Europe and oh. have a party. Don't tease. Don't <laughs> could you tease. Imagine? Oh, my God. Anyway, so check it out. AudiblePodcast.com slash PSNation. Uh, very, very cool sponsors to us. They've, they've treated us very well. So, And we appreciate their continued support along with everyone in our community. Uh, And one final note, uh, this one's going to be kind of a downer, but uh, for everybody out there that uh, has listened to the show for any amount of time, uh, our good friend Mark uh, lost his father a few days ago. And uh, the show will actually be out on Friday because I'll be going to the service tomorrow night. Uh, But if you want to send over any condolences or anything, uh, he still has his PS Nation account. So you can send those to Mark at PSNation.org or you can hit him on Twitter at uh, at SavoryCade. So uh, his dad was a very cool guy. And I I wanted to convey a, a really quick story one of my favorite stories about his dad um mark uh mark doesn't like doesn't watch sports at all he just doesn't and uh we were having a they were having a big birthday party for mark over at his parents house one time and uh a bunch of his friends were over nine volt and i were over there and we ended up kind of like mulling into the house you know and, and the badger game was on the football game and uh you know nine volt and i sat down on the couch and started watching the badger game and uh, Mark's dad comes in, and we started talking about whatever, and just small talk. And Mark kind of came in and looked at the TV and just kind of walked right out. And I looked at his dad. I said, what happened? What, what happened? And his dad looks, I swear to God, and I will back me up on this. His dad just looked at me, and his head just kind of dipped. And he looked down at the ground and started shaking his head. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> 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 so yeah yeah so uh really cool guy that we lost and uh yeah so 
uh, that's why the show will be out late this week. And uh, like I said, if you want to send over any any condolences, anything like that, uh, you can shoot them over to Mark at psnation.org or uh, at Savory Kate on Twitter. So, uh, all right, well, let's get through this other stuff, and we'll get the heck out of here out of this eighty million minute show this week. Uh, a lot of different ways you can contact us. Uh, you can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Send over questions like everybody else did tonight. You can also leave us a voicemail a couple different ways, as you've heard. You can call 715-502-9773. Or if you have Skype, you can call WDT-Torgo. Or if you go over to our psnation.org website, over on the right side you'll see a contact us session, section or a session, whatever you want. Uh, it'll let you email and voicemail us that way as well. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook where our group is just blowing up. I mean, it, it, there are so many great conversations going on over there. I'm on there all the time now, and I hate Facebook. So, <laughs> uh, we, I'm seriously, it's getting, it, it's really kick ass over there right now. Uh, just go to Facebook and go to the search thing and just type in PS Space Nation, and it'll take you right to the group. You can join up there. And I found out that anybody else in the group can actually add somebody. So if you request to, to join, somebody else in the group can actually add you. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we're just trying to keep spammers out, that's all. That's all. That's all it's going to happen. It's no big deal. Uh, don't forget to look for us on Stitcher. If you use Stitcher for any uh, streaming of any shows, we're over there in the PlayStation 3 section. Most likely we're the top choice in there as well. Uh, you can also check us out on the, uh, if you have an iPad, iPod Touch, or an iPhone, go over to the App Store and look up Furious Gamer for 99 cents. You can grab that app. A lot of different uh, gaming podcasts that stream over to your uh, your device, but also a little bit of extra functionality allowing you to actually bookmark su- spots in the show. You can also do a search on a specific game, and every show that's talking about that, you can go to that spot that they're talking about that game and that show. Uh, so it's a really neat little tool and uh, works really well. Uh, also, don't forget to look for all of us on Twitter. We're at PJFJosh, at 5 Joel, and at PS3Nation. And uh, check out our official forums over at Retroids.com, along with all of our brothers and sisters on the podcast network. Yep, we have a ton of podcasts over there you can check out. You know, like those uh, like those guys you'll see in our home video. You know, those Game Crashers guys? Yep, they're over there. Uh, and, you know, I keep mentioning it time and time again, psnation.org. We've got a lot going on over there. We've got five writers now and uh, a lot of stuff going on. Five writers, right? Yeah. Yeah, we yep. have five now. Wow. And us. I mean, if we, you know, <clears throat> get off our couch, hanging out with hedonism bot, you know, we might get out there and write something every now and then. <laughs> Where's my grapes? And uh, last but not least, our uh, our awesome merch store over at Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. Find all kinds of stuff like hats, T-shirts, the Trophies Yo shirt from home. Yeah, you can grab that over at Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. Uh, stickers, ornaments. Christmas is coming up like in six months, five months. Never too early to shop for ornaments. Just saying. <laughs> uh, again, don't forget to check our uh, our show notes over on psnation.org or in our thread over at uh, retroids.com. We will have the links out to uh, our community members that are trying out for the tester season three. You can go out there and vote for them in, what did I say, like six days? Something like that. So get out there and vote for our, our friends. And uh, get somebody from the PS3 community, or the well, the PS Nation community, over on the Tester Season 2. Or maybe both of them. There could be more people, too. So uh, check that out. And, I don't know, anything else, guys? Mm-mm. Nah. No? No? Nothing at all? 
All right. Well, we will uh, be talking to you soon. Thanks for sticking with us for this long-ass show without any reviews even. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. Get out there, play some games. Love you. The scariest thing I've experienced lately is dogs. I never used to be afraid of dogs, and then I lived in this building, this apartment building, that made me scared of all dogs now forever, because it was like weird immersion therapy. It was like I was supposed to be scared of dogs, and I wasn't, and somebody wanted to get me there. Like, no, 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 you're supposed to be scared of dogs. I know, I know what to do. I'll put you in this crazy-ass building where everybody has a, an insane, vicious dog but you. That's what it was like. Everybody in this building was like, I missed a memo in the common area or something where it's like, let's all get crazy dogs. If you don't want to get one, check this box. And then I never saw that memo. Every day this happened, every day, I would be walking down the stairs from my apartment. And just as I was kind of like, you know, thinking, what is today going to hold for me? I would like turn the corner on the landing and then, ah, dog out of nowhere, barking. So angry at me. Why is he so mad at me? So mad. And it's like, what would happen was, I would, of course, jump, you know, and then, I'll be perfectly honest with you, sometimes I would make a noise of some sort. Like I would, like I would jump and go, like that. What drove me crazy was the person whose dog it is, the person standing there on the other end of this leash, right? They would not apologize for the dog, for what just happened. Like, they saw it happen. It's not, it's not like it was subtle, right? It's not like they were looking away like, oh, what's happening? Are you guys talking? We're not talking. This dog wants to have my face in his mouth. Never, never an apology. And it's not like I didn't give them the in for the apology either. I mean, I tossed them some nice fat softballs. You know what I'm saying? I made it easy. Just something like, wow, wow. He certainly gave me quite a start, that, uh, that dog that is your responsibility. Man, oh, man. Whew, trying to catch my breath here. Oh, really scared me there. Me, a uh, fellow human being with feelings and dignity. <laughs> Whew, it's like I saw my life flash before my eyes. Oh, man. I was so scared, so scared. I mean, I'm sure that the dog would apologize if he could, but as he, uh, oh, as he lacks the capacity for speech, I wonder who will pick up the baton. Oh, of the three of us, who here is best equipped to apologize? For what your dog has done. (laughs) He's a dog. He's out. I am the person who was scared. Doesn't make any sense, really, for me to to do that. (laughs) Oh, what do your calculations tell you? Because uh, I'm out of people. (laughs) Nothing. Every once in a while, though, I would get this, which was even worse than nothing. People would say this, super condescending. Like, the dog barks, I'm scared, and then the person goes, he's all right. (laughs) Really condescending like that. Now, look, I don't think he's all right. Because my definition of all right never includes fangs. Never. (laughs) Not once has that ever happened. 
I'm not saying I've been called upon to define all right that many times in my life. But if you woke me out of a sound sleep, Paul, what does the concept of all right entail? I would not go, it starts with fangs. That would not, that scenario would not happen. I don't think he's all right. I think he's trying to strain at that thin cord of a leash. So he wants to get a taste of my sweet neck blood. Which, once he eats, he will never want anything else again. Yeah, I'm on to you, dogs. And all your secrets! Now look, I know you don't want to apologize for your dog, because he's your pal, right? Dog's your buddy! It's like he's not even a dog anymore, and you're not even a human. You are just friends. Well, let's say you had a human friend. And you and your human friend were at a bar someplace. And a stranger walked into the bar. And your human friend turned to the stranger and said, I am going to murder you! I don't think you would say, he's all right. He's more scared of you than you are of him. I don't think so. He said he was going to murder me. I think I'm winning the scared contest. Why would that bar have that contest? Who would go there? Scared contest. Sign up at 8 o'clock. Contest starts at 9. I'll cut that part out. All right. I can if I want. Cut this part out where I'm talking about it. 